Hello, head crabs, and welcome to... God God. Oh. It's officially episode 38. Oh, is it? Ross, it's officially episode 38. Well, you're the numbers, man. Well, it followed 37. That was the last episode, so I'm just thinking... It's more than likely going to be 38, isn't it? Mm-hmm. How many episodes have we made in total, do you think? Mm. Like, double that and then add a bit more on for fun? Well, I remember we mentioned when it was 69 because we made that lame joke. You did, I didn't. <laughs> and that was a while back, that. So it must be late 70s, if not 80s by now, I reckon. Well, it's at least two episodes. There's been two episodes so far. Let's have a little quiz quick. These two episodes where we've had one part. Two episodes where there's been only been one part. Can you name them? Uh, one was the anniversary one, I yes. believe. Episode 17. And one was the first one? No. Oh. The first episode. I've, I've you broke just your quiz. Got by this? Actually, it was part two, one part as well. Um, No. Oh, I don't know. Mm, don't know. No, I, don't I don't know enough was. about my own podcast. I think it was episode three that was the first two parter. So I was totally wrong there. So there's been at least four episodes where it's one part. Is so this mastermind? <laughs> first two. This should be my special subject. <laughs> yeah, no. First two episodes, and then episode 13, Ezra's Musk, mm-hmm. and episode 17. So all the other ones have been at least two. All right. The Halloween and the Christmas specials have been three each time. Street Fighter. That Street was Fighter. Three. Half-Life was three. Yeah. So 38, 38 times two. Ross? 38 times two. 60, 74, Six, 76. At least 76. But there's obviously there's a few that so it must be in the eighties by now. That's immaterial, some might say. I know. <laughs> I think we've just spent five minutes talking about something that could easily hit the cutting floor. I know. <laughs> it won't though. Nah, no. <laughs> so yes, we're here. Ross, how are you doing? I'm good. Yeah, yeah. Good. Yeah. Hot enough. I don't think it's as hot as last podcast, but no. it'll get hotter. Last podcast or last recording? Episode thirty-seven or the head-to-head for episode thirty-eight. Oh, well, that, that was canny hot. That was hot, wasn't it? I, I think it'll get back to that. Heat. I mean, we recorded that. It was a couple, couple of weeks ago we recorded that head head, wasn't it? Back in the past. Back in the past. High past selves. But yes, that, that's all in the past. Leave it. Leave it there. Okay. Let's not dwell on it. Not dig it back up again. Although we're going to have to because we've had two messages from fans that we're going to have to respond to. What have we got coming up in episode 38, I hear you ask? Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, I'll tell you. In part one, again, it's another part, uh, two-parter. Mm-hmm. We've got some game and chat. We've got the, hmm, what do we call it? Head ahead? We'll see. And we've also got the community challenge results. That's pretty much it for part one, really. Mm-hmm. Part two, what are we going to be doing in part two, Ross? Um, I think the theme is going to be disappointment, mm. like disappointing games. Mm-hmm. We'll, in part one, explain a bit more why we chose that theme. But yeah, it's going to be talking mm-hmm. about games that we either hyped up inside our own head Mm. Or has been hyped up by the marketing teams of these games and have ultimately completely let me down. Ultimately completely let me down. Yeah, because it's different from a game being just playing bad. Because mm. uh, there's some games that I thought were shit that mm. I won't mention. It's, mm-hmm. a, it's a particularly unique experience to fully play a game or even listen to an album where disappointment is... The major feeling of the day. It's heartbreaking, isn't it, really? I don't know. It, it hardens you. You can always... <laughs> there's always an album that mm-hmm. you've listened to. Mm-hmm. Like, if you're really into a band, where mm-hmm. the first time that happens to mm-hmm. you. And I think after that, you become a bit more realistic, perhaps. Yeah, yeah. But games can disappoint you in quite a lot of ways, I feel. Like, a movie can, to a small extent. But I think 
games are very unique on that. Yeah. I mean, we'll probably talk about it more, but I, I wonder if it's the financial outlay for a game outweighs the other media that you've talked about there. Because mm-hmm. it's funny, isn't it, that, that, that initial payment. I've recently bought a game for £40, and I was thinking, oh my God, this is the first time in a long time I've, I've yeah. paid £40 for a computer game. Mm-hmm. I really hope it's going to be good. Mm-hmm. Yet, as we've said so many times in the past, you could go out for a meal and spend £40 easily. Yeah, go out yeah. for a couple of drinks with someone and you spend £40. When you think but about it's... it... Sorry, I didn't mean to... No, please. When you think about it, the price of games has just stood still. Yeah, Because yeah, Nintendo, yeah. the like when I had a snares, mm-hmm. I was paying 40 quid for games. Mm-hmm. And I'll get to some ones that disappointed us. And the reason being, in the next episode... <laughs> <laughs> You've done that thing that we talked about where you've left a little little uh, tease there. So. Well, badly. I was going to go into it and then I thought, yeah, I better not. Because <laughs> if I do that, I'll have nothing to talk about in the next episode. I mean, the idea behind it was to sort of almost celebrate the redemption of a particular game that we are going to talk about in part one. <laughs> right, okay. We'll get to that. Yeah, I'm looking forward to hearing about that, mate. Mm-hmm. Ooh, Ross, what you got there? That's a big old bottle of Could you read it beer. because of my... It's called Krusovice. Well, it's come from Prague and it's in a plastic bottle and it's 1.5 litres of 5% goodness. It looks uh, like either something you would lubricate a vehicle with <laughs> or, ooh, you know, in um, these these films where you see um, gang members hanging around on street corners. Jinking, drinking big... gin and juice. <laughs> Is that what you're talking about? Yes, uh, they've got a massive big bottle like that. Of, uh, I don't know what they, I don't know what it's called, but yeah, it's like something you'd buy in a somewhere foreign, which mm-hmm. is exactly what it is. Well, it was brought back. Oh look, it's got a picture of an aeroplane on the on the twisty oh, top. Oh, that's lovely. Which is off center. That's really. Oh, Somebody probably had to put that on. Yeah, and they missed it. They fucked that up. That's their one job. Okay, you need to put this on the top of the bottle, but you must put it in the center. Oh, you fucked it up. <laughs> wow, that was kind of xenophobic. <laughs> a little bit homophobic. Yeah, I felt as well. It was all the phobics. Let's get away from this minefield. Let's step into another minefield, however. Mm. Before we get stuck into episode one properly, we've had an email from Ethel the Frog. Email alert, email alert. And he's a little bit upset with you, Ross. Oh, is he good? And when I say you, I mean me. But, oh, well. I'll read the email out and then we'll try to sort of come up with some sort of maybe apology or we'll grovel somehow because we can't afford to lose this guy. No, he's a fan. Sincerely, he is the reason I keep doing this. So, Ayla... Not even me. I know. No. (laughs) So, if he did get pissed off at you, Mm -hmm. then... That's the end of this podcast. Well, they're going to say a podcast is going to have one less one less host. I've been looking for a <laughs> way out for so long. How many episodes was it again? You can spend a bomb on petrol travelling down to his every, every month. <laughs> no, there'll be no more podcasts. I can get out of this. Ah, see. A joke. That was the sound of my heart breaking. No, it wasn't. It was, I just I let off a bit of gas. Did you? Gas, yes. I had a scotch egg earlier. So, Ethel the Frog says, Hello, boys. That's a positive start. Mm-hmm. I'm a man, but never mind. Wasn't that from the Bra Brazier advertisement? Oh, yeah. Her, what was she called? Eva Hertzog? Yes. Johnny's Secret or something like that. Hertzog for Oh, they were wicked. Big, big, big bag boom. Or whatever it was called from Fifth Element. So he says, he has a briefer than I intended missive regarding the last Gone Ark's Lair podcast, episode 37. Yeah. Particularly part two. 
Mm-hmm. Thoroughly enjoyable, of course. I thank and, you. <laughs> End of email. <laughs> you did it. see it was oh, short. Then the rest of it is just sort of it's, it mustn't have come through properly. It's just a series of characters. Yeah, I think which he's managed wind- to jumble themselves up into yeah. an insulting thing. He must have written it in windings. I love listening to you guys ramble on about stuff. He's doing a shit sandwich here, you know. <laughs> this oh, is the good bit. This is the good bit. Aye. Here comes the shit. I love listening to you guys ramble on about stuff, even when Ross mocks one of my favourite bands very early into part one. Oh, does he like Master... Uh, Man of War. Man of War. Yeah. So, Man sorry, War. Um, like, I didn't... He's... Actually, hook us up with a good song. Okay. Tell us some recommendations and I'll check it out. Well, there's a little... Unless he's, unless he's penned a poem himself, yeah, this might be some of the lyrics. Man of War... Born to live forevermore, the right to conquer every shore, hold your ground and give no more. Wow, that's mm. profound, isn't that's it? That's nice. I that, mean, that, that must just be their mantra. I would like to look out, a li- like a, a lake, mm-hmm. and just think about that ponder it. You know, mm-hmm, yeah. wastes a ponder a lake, <laughs> a, a, a ponder a lake. <laughs> okay, so uh oh, he turns on he turns on me at this point. Okay, so you've had your little. That was your uh, rebuking. Mm-hmm. I don't know if you can see it. Is the bass player called Ross the Boss? He doesn't confirm. How oh, can you let me know, Ethel the Frog? Uh, you know what to I get could in touch. probably Google at it. At Ox Lair. You know what to get in touch. Uh, Tom had a bit of a rant regarding Nintendo's label, a labo. First things first, these games are not aimed at you, Tom. They are for kids, the best young adults, and, well, I'm an old child. So, when I first saw the label reveal, I thought, well, that's interesting and different, and said the same to Kaz. She bought me the variety kit for my 51st birthday as a joke, and I have to say that I thoroughly enjoyed assembling the different contraptions. The game supplied with the set are very basic, admittedly, but the way it works with the console is excellent. Also, it encourages you to experiment with the kits and software to create your own applications. It is a brilliant concept. It's trying to get kids to be more involved in something other than just pushing a few buttons, and I feel that Tom's derision of something he hasn't experienced and can't appreciate is a little unjustified. This would have been a bit longer, but you know, time. Keep up the awesome work, I look forward to Ross's thrush song about nuclear war. Oh, thank you. Cheers. ETF. Brackets, Chris. Oh. Now, first thing, I'm going to make a joke. If after 38 episodes, <laughs> you haven't realised that I jump in with both feet with anything that I even slightly disagree with and come out with things, as you will as you will have experienced with a particular game that we're going to talk about uh-huh. at some point in this podcast, then, <laughs> then you're a fool, damn it. No, but really, though, uh, I appreciate the the comments on it I think what also you hate Nintendo correct <laughs> not at all no. I think my <laughs> I think I've tried to get this point across when we talked about initially in my own particularly uh, dramatic and uh, passionate passionate way that's what I always say I'm passionate about things yeah. which is another way of saying arrogant I'm passionate about it because I believe that the only thing that I can see happening with these products is that they're going to be demolished after a couple of gaming sessions especially as he says they aren't aimed at adults they're aimed at children mm-hmm. and while i do totally appreciate that it is a new way of of these children interacting with things my main problem is that it's not in, in any way robust and i feel the cynic in me thinks that they're creating these these products and at the back of the mind they know that it's not going to last very long and you're going to have to replace it in some way mm-hmm. Not everyone does what I do, where they polish their Xbox every week to make sure that the dust doesn't get inside of it to, da- to damage it. Like, that's the way I conduct myself. Mm-hmm. Children certainly aren't going to do that. And it just feels very, very gimmicky. I, I totally appreciate what he's saying. How, And I, I, I should withhold some of your comments, I'm sure, until I've actually tried it myself. Yeah. But from the outset, that's that's my opinion of it. I, feel, I find it very gimmicky. 
and just a bit irritating. Like I was talking about that plastic thing that you put on the on your controller last last episode. I just, I don't feel like we should really be concentrating, or the game developers should be concentrating on that sort of stuff. Again, that's a very possibly a very naive way of looking at it, Ross. Well, as as I was saying earlier to you, Tom, um, with Nintendo, since I've been babysitting me me niece every week and uh, seeing her love of of um, the Wii U she has, mm-hmm. and how. I went on a bit of a rant about what I feel about like uh, Splatoon's control method. I just don't think it's like makes any you've sense. You've got to tilt the whole controller. Yeah. And you know, I didn't really like the way with the way you put, um, like the steering wheel, for instance, or the guns people had where you put the remote in. Mm-hmm. They, that that was like just bits of plastic that mm-hmm. you would do stuff like that. I mean, I haven't played on a on a Switch. Mm-hmm. But I just thank God for Nintendo at the minute because I just think for the memories of playing Mario and stuff like that with me niece is just it's brilliant because we wouldn't ha- be able to do that with any other console. Like it's so I'm glad that the Nintendo's there and they do things that I personally might not really like mm-hmm. or like it isn't for me. But I kind of just think I'm glad they're there. Yeah. But I've only ever really started thinking like that recently whilst playing on it with my niece because you know i'm a gamer of a certain age now and, and i have a playstation mm-hmm. i wouldn't really buy a nintendo console for myself i don't think i don't know it's it's it is frustrating when other people say something if you haven't played on it yeah i, I just I, I say that from like knowing that with like like louise will come in my girlfriend and gone Oh, that looks rubbish, what you're playing yeah, on. Yeah, yeah. Or like, you know, stuff like that. When I get obsessed with something, it's when someone's dismissive you defensive of it. defensive of it, don't you? And you, you kind of want to stick up for it. Well, I just think, yeah, it's close-minded if someone just mm-hmm. comes in and dismisses it and just says, ah, that looks shit. I mean, we're very nerdy and we enjoy where things. Mm-hmm. And sometimes we do get a bit passionate and like, if we're, if we're off flippant of things that we haven't experienced before, it's just because we're drawing parallels with things in the past, perhaps. Yes, that's like, it. Yeah. But like, if we haven't played it, it is mm-hmm. right to just pull up on it. Well, especially you, Tom. You need pulling up on these <laughs> things. No, I, I appreciate that, and I suppose if you if companies didn't try to innovate, if they, if they never tried to innovate, with, especially with peripherals, then we wouldn't be at the stage we're at with with gaming. I suppose it definitely has its place. Yeah, I love the idea of. of of the different sort of peripherals, like especially the keyboard and stuff, because I'm, again, another thing I'm passionate about is music. So I think do everything you can to, at an early age, expose children to those sorts of things. Mm-hmm. This fishing rod thing's a bit mad, but again, it's it's all stuff that, it's sort of transferable skills. So if a kid plays a game where they're fishing in the future, they'll go, oh, I fucking love fishing, me. I want to be a fisherman or I want to take up fishing in, as, a, as a real hobby. It feels with the fisherman thing, though, and... Japanese culture seems to be obsessed with it. Yeah. With um, like dating back, there was a add-on for one of the Sega consoles where it was super bass fishing, yeah, wasn't yeah. it? Where mm-hmm. you had like a, um, a weird like spool on it, mm-hmm. you know, and you would fly fish and stuff. Mm-hmm. And I mean, fishing got added into Zelda and stuff mm-hmm. like yeah, that. Yeah. They've got a big like interest in fishing from what seems to be a huge, like there's always seems to be many games of it in different games isn't there definitely but i don't know i i feel like 
Yes, they always experiment with these different peripherals, and they always have. You've got things like light guns and stuff like that, but it always comes down to, especially with home gaming, nothing beats either the controller just in your hand mm-hmm. or mouse and a keyboard. As I was saying last week or last month, sorry, we should be working toward eliminating even those. Yeah. So that it's it's as immediate as it could possibly be. Where if you could control a game with your mind, then limits there's no limits right you you could your movement that you could have would be boundless you could you know how many times you get into a difficult situation in a game you feel the pressure and you go oh fuck i'm pressing the wrong button oh shit what button do i press to do that if you I could control because <laughs> you're a pro if you could control it with your mind you would never get in that sort of situation then the games would be so, too easy then wouldn't they or at least there would be on a, a, a sort of more even keel and a lot fairer especially when multiplayer gaming because you can't, or we're not at the stage yet where you can augment your mind to sort of make you make you faster, make mm-hmm. you think faster. So it would be. I know it's 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 unlikely that's ever going to happen. Certainly not in our lifetime where you can just control the computer with your mind. Well, but interestingly I, 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 enough, um, there's a charity that is looking into um, making games for everybody, mm-hmm. and I know this from a different podcast. And you know, people who have who don't have hands, for instance, yes, disabled people and stuff like that. That uh, they're looking into um, with your eyes, mm. moving the the camera around with your mm-hmm. eyes, and apparently the level of um, concentration it takes is unreal mm-hmm. because you've got to be constantly, and it must be tiring as well. There's that new thing that Microsoft recently released, which is a, a series of peripherals that assist people who do have disabilities, who don't have like full use of particular like a hand or fingers yeah. and stuff. And it's a series of different things that are fully customizable. Like little kind of switches and then big pads and stuff like that. Stuff mm-hmm. like that's fantastic. But when you that's just emulating the controller in, in someone's hand or that's a thing. It's 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 providing something for someone who can't just grab the controller yeah. in two hands. When it comes to peripherals like light guns and, and shit like that and like that fucking you know, I, I always think about uh angry video game nerd when he's dressed up with the, <laughs> yeah. the thing on his eye, uh the cape on his back, mm-hmm. which is actually the dance mat. And a power glove and stuff like that. All of those things essentially failed. They did essentially fail because it always comes back to the best thing to have is a controller. What's your favorite controller of all time, Ross? It's difficult because the evolution. I would say the PlayStation, the very la- mm. latest PlayStation. But you then, lived, they loved the SNES controller as well, didn't you? And it's kind of ah. Well, that's an extension. It's funny because again, through another podcast, they were talking about the N64's controller. How like it was a bit of a device, a oh. divisive kind of was, controller, yeah. and they were saying the guy who designed that actually designed the SNES controller, right. and he came out and said that he he made it different on purpose yeah. because people had copied so much. But I mean, I love the. I'm just getting old, and to be honest with you, I find like the thought of having to relearn a new mm. um, language almost of controllers. You know, going from a. A 360 to a PlayStation for a little while was a bit of a ball ache for mm-hmm. us just because the buttons were like the the sticks are parallel on mm-hmm. the when on the 360 to the up a bit. And you because you're so used to one thing and then mm-hmm. going to another thing, you find it like a ball ache. Like imagine if they just changed how you drive a car mm-hmm. or they changed how I don't know you, you I don't know. Played a guitar or something yeah. like that. Actually, I'll pull you up on one other thing you said when you said hey, keyboards are good for young kids and mm-hmm. stuff. I want no one to play any more instruments. 
I think we've hit peak amount. No one learn how to play a guitar anymore, yeah. and everyone else the, die, and then the maybe the only one. <laughs> no, well, I think a part, maybe a part of it for me as well, is that although I love gaming, I'm also I also think that children should be uh, should working be encouraged down <laughs> in workhouses should be encouraged to actually do these things in reality. And I know that it isn't always as simple as that, but if if you, a child does want to fish, fucking take them fishing. Mm-hmm. Get them out outside in the real world and fish. If they want to play the piano, get a real piano and, and teach them what that's, that's actually about. Yeah, I don't know. Ultimately, ultimately, I really appreciate the. We both really appreciate uh, Ethel Frog getting in touch and sharing his opinion because that's what it's all about. Yeah, and we'll more do. more of it, please. If anyone disagrees with anything that we say, don't just fucking let we get away with it. Yeah, for fuck's sake, get in touch at Gonoxlair, G O N A R C H S L A I R, Gonoxlair at yahoo.co.uk, Facebook page, shoot a flare up my ass. And remember to f- send us in recommendations of Man of War songs, because <laughs> <laughs> I, I I'm willing to try. Yeah, yeah. And was he called Ross the Boss? Correct one that as well. Please do. Okay, Ross, we're we're deep in this episode now. We're deep in it. Mm -hmm. It went on a little bit longer than I expected and anticipated, but that's fine. That's fine. We can work with it. The producer can work with it. Oh, good. I'll just. Did I ever tell you the story? Oh (laughs) shit, son. (laughs) So let's get let's get going. Game with gold, August. Games with gold, August. Even. Yeah. Dead Space Three. Oh, is it? Yay! Finally can finish that one. Well, we can whack that in the next episode. Disappointing games, because that's in there. Is that one you actually mentioned? We'll find out in the next episode, it, guys. It's not a spoiler. Oh, shit. For Honor. That's another one. Yeah, exactly. For Honor, that's another one. The, the, the samurai uh, fucking medieval fighting game. You, you must have heard of it. Ubisoft. You know. Possibly. That's a that's a that's that's quite a big game. That hasn't been out that long. Okay. Really. Also, Forza... Two Forza Horizon two, no yeah. interest, no interest in that. Vigor, remember I was talking about that in the last episode. I mentioned it saying in it was one of the games at E three, right? Mm-hmm. It's the the one set in Norway. Oh, I yes. yeah, it's like a survival survival game. Well, the game preview, uh, I said I'd signed up for it and mm-hmm. I got a code, so I had a blast. I had a few goes. So the idea is it's like based on instances. So. You'll kind of, which is, a lot of games are kind of going down this route where it's sort of individual servers. So you'll go on them, you, you spawn in in this, um, uh, like this sort of building, right? And the whole idea of the game is to go into these different little instances, which are different separate maps. I think there's about eight of them. Mm-hmm. So you click on the map screen, go on, choose one of them, and then the lobby populates. I think it's like between eight players and 16 players. Once it's populated, you, you spawn in this instance mm-hmm. and you're in different parts of the map, all of you. So you've got no idea where the other person is. And the whole idea of the game is to go and get loot and then escape the map. All right. So you've got radiation that closes in. All right. Uh, which, after 15 minutes or so, the radiation starts closing in, which is essentially the the circle on Battle Royale games. Yeah. Uh, there's also a, an airdrop, which is like the main thing you should go for. So the airdrop comes down about five minutes into the game, and then everyone runs for it or can run for mm-hmm. it. And then there's usually a bit of a skirmish, like you kill whoever's got it. Whoever picks it up shows up on the map screen, so everyone knows where you are. Mm-hmm. But essentially, you're going in, looting, getting out. Right. Yeah. If you die, you lose everything you're carrying, including weapons and stuff. Mm-hmm. 
Then you take everything that you, you loot back to your, your house. You get blueprints for weapons so you can make new weapons or you can basically just make your house look nicer. Cosmetic stuff. That's the game, really. That's it. So, it's it looks beautiful. That's one thing. The maps are, are really, really mm-hmm. attractive looking. It's a beautiful setting like Norway. It, it's a strange setting. It yeah. really is, but it, it does look really cosmetically nice. The gunplay and the movement... Nah, is it not there? Nah, it's not. The gunplay is pretty poor. And they've had quite a few issues with connectivity and stuff. I mean, fair play. It's like game preview. But I had a few games and it was all right, but nah. Nah, it's not one I'm going to go back to. Like, It's a DayZ developers. Oh, right. Incidentally, DayZ is actually coming to game preview on Xbox. Is it? Very, very soon. I didn't even know that. It'd... It was 2013 or something like that when that Fuck game came no. out. There was one comment on, on Reddit, man. It was so funny. It was it was announced like announcement sort of thing. Uh, DayZ is coming to Xbox in there. Uh, the first comment was, "Oh, fantastic! I've just finished watching Triple Triple X: The Return of Xander. I'm gonna, I'm gonna get this stick, uh, stick this game on now, because it was like literally 2013 or something mad like that 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 game first was. That was when it was properly hyped. I watched a few videos I stumbled upon around uh, DZ and they're like social experiments. The lad runs where you'll give them a gun mm-hmm. and it's deliberately jammed and see what happens. Right. Okay. Or you'll um, him and another friend will will, will um work out this scenario where one's pinned another one down mm-hmm. and he asks people to come in and give themselves up and see what happens. Yeah. It's very interesting. Some of the things you were t- talking about with that game reminded me of what I read about Conan Exiles. All right, yeah. Where I think that's a survival type of game as well. Mm. And I just think to myself, I, I don't know if I've got... I quite like... Op- I like end... I like a game where you start mm-hmm. and you finish it. Yeah. Uh, it's just me. I I don't know. I'm, I should probably try one of these games and see what I think of them. Because yeah. in my mind, I think that I won't like them. You don't want to be one of these idiots that slags things off without yeah. trying them. I mean, yeah. Oh, dear. No, I, I don't know. I, I agree with, with, with what you're saying. That's one of the complaints that I, we had about Left 4 Dead, where it was an awesome game, but ultimately... You're not working towards anything. You're playing game after game after game, and it's an enjoyable experience. Nah. But like, kind of like how a dog wants a treat, sort of thing for doing a trick. Like that's how my brain works. Like I want to have something to work toward, mm-hmm. even if it was just in Left 4 Dead, just like some stats that you could build up or something. Or I think that's why I think unlocks are so so like. But they've went crazy. Oh, they the like, mad loot boxes and stuff. I've yeah. started playing, and don't hate me for this because it was free. Um. Call of Duty, what Black Ops Two, I think mm-hmm. it is. It was free. It was hidden away though. Mm-hmm. It wasn't like one of the proper games that was free. It was just free all of a sudden. Mm-hmm. So I, I haven't played the campaign because yet because I can't be asked with like the fucking twenty minute that it's going to take just to sit around watching a cutscene yeah. before I start playing the game. I played the zombies and I don't like it. Yeah, it's I, I won't go into it. I just don't like it. Mm-hmm. And I played the multiplayer and the multiplayer is a weird beast. Like it's just. I don't know what you meant to get out of it. Yeah. it It's so fast-paced that it kind of reminds me more of an arena shooter from the, like, Doom days. Okay, a Quake or something. Yeah, but you take so little punishment that it just runs down to whoever's hit, seen you first is going to fucking uh, kill you. Like, if I've seen you first, I'll kill you. So there's that about it, and it's totally Mr. Unlock all the time. Yeah. Because it's, it's stupid... It's set in some sort of future where, we, you know, 
I don't, I don't know much about. I thought that. Black Ops was set. They used to be set in the past. That's uh, what used okay, to be good right. about them. But you know, you can't really customize guns and stuff so much. Let's set in the future where you've got like orgs and fucking nanobots and drones and shit like that, so we can have all that shit. The loading screen ratched us up. The loading screen is like a bloke with this fucking mech suit, and he's got like a kind of. He's got a hipster haircut and he's got tri- like tats and stuff. And he's I'm got just braces. like. They've just sat. At- <laughs> yeah, he's got braces. Basically, what I find so annoying about it is they've sat down and they've just thought to themselves, let's just try and appeal to people. Oh, yeah. Well, let's try and follow. Let's, like we said before, let's try and take on the closest competition. Battlefield is too far away from us now. We can't catch up with them. So let's take on Titanfall. That's all they've done. Yeah. Because that's the one with the war running and shit, isn't it? Uh, that's another thing you can do in, yeah, the, in, off, in that Call of Duty. You can jet, jet up, mm-hmm. run across walls and stuff. Yeah. And it's just, I, I'm not very good at it, right? Mm. But at the same sense, it rewards you in a we- really weird way. So in my eyes, if I'm playing Team Deathmatch, right, mm-hmm. and I've got seven kills, right, but I've only died five times, that to me is I've added to the team there. Mm-hmm. Plus two. But for some reason, if someone's died, if someone's got 12 kills but died 20 times, mm-hmm. he'll have more points than me. Right. And he's high up on the leaderboard of my team. Yeah. And I got some diss from that mm-hmm. where I'd only got like eight kills but only died twice. Yeah. Like, oh, you're not very good. And I'm thinking, I've added seven points to that team. Mm-hmm. He died more than he had killed. Yeah. But yeah, he was higher up because when you get kills, you get points. Right. You don't minus points uh, when you die, so yeah, yeah. but it's the first team to a hundred right. kills. Okay, so, so you may what, as well be kamikaze. Yeah, well, no, no, like if everyone was like, maybe we would have won, we would have right. had more kills than deaths, mm-hmm. wouldn't we? Mm-hmm. But just but in because that game, that doesn't make a difference. It does saying. make that difference, oh. but it, for some reason, on the scoreboard, it comes up with like, say we won a hundred to ninety, mm-hmm. right? He'd be. Whoever got the most kills would be top. Mm-hmm. Irrelevant of how many times I've died. Even though it doesn't matter that really. Mm-hmm. It matters what your kill difference is. Right, I okay, think. Right, okay. It's it's just I don't know, I played it a few times. The lobbies takes ages. <laughs> it lo- it takes ages to load in. Mm-hmm. And the graphics aren't even that good. Yeah. And it's really power hungry on the PlayStation. Mm-hmm. If I close it down and I try and open up um Netflix or something. Netflix just can't won't open. Right. It's taken so much power to run this game that looks shit. So, sorry if you like Call of Duty, everyone. <laughs> I don't think if you you must be used to getting bashed if you're a Call of Duty fan. Listen to this podcast, fucking hell. Be surprised if there's any of them left. But I did give it a try. Yeah, fair play. I give it a try and I hated it, so right, I'm all fine. right with that. So I'll just piggyback on your hatred and just say, you see, I was right all along. <laughs> <laughs> Speaking about Royal Games, which I mentioned before, I finally won on. Battlegrounds. Oh, I see. Finally got me victory. I was so fucking excited. It was about two o'clock in the morning, and I just shouted like proper fucking loud. And I, I I think I don't know if I texted Kelly straight away saying sorry if I woke up, and but she was like, no, fucking didn't, because she was asleep, so she didn't reply. I think it was the next day. I said, did you hear us? And she was like, no. I was like, fucking, I'm surprised. But honestly, it was fucking exhilarating because it's been ever since when did the game come out? Last late last year or January or something? And I've just been so close so many times to winning, but it was class finally. People are probably finding out a lot about my relationship through this podcast, but mm-hmm. I originally lived in a flat, and I lived by myself. Then my girlfriend moved in, mm-hmm. and we've been together since, right? And uh, I used to play Left 4 Dead, 
And I used to get hammered when I was playing that game. Mm-hmm. And I remember one night I was playing on it and the door opened and she's like, what the hell are you doing? It's because I'd been like fucking effing and blinding mm-hmm. and <laughs> the rest of my teammates or just laughing and You know, like, there's a hundred over there and all that sort of stuff. Uh, good times. You can't go back around. to that now. I'm it's passion. That's what it is. It's passion. Speaking of passion, Xbox upgrade. Let's quick, very quickly talk about what, I'm, what my plan is. Uh-huh. Uh, remember a while back we touched upon uh, the digital only and limits of console hard drives yeah. in fact that was that was just last episode I it was uh, yeah sorry not a while back at all uh, Gamescom uh, there's got an announcement Microsoft got an announcement company Gamescom at the end of August mm-hmm. so I'm hoping that a larger Xbox hard drive on an Xbox One X will be announced mm-hmm. so basically like, even a tow terabyte one and I will buy it like that I will buy it straight away I will I just, I'll just do it because I, I want, I do want to get an Xbox One X. So right. if they do announce it, it's going to be a larger hard drive one. I will get it. Uh, they've also, well, if there's a state that there's going to be some different bundles, so I'm hoping that's what that will be. Mm-hmm. But there's How also much some, lap, eh? four hundred quid maybe, four hundred. Yeah, I would say. There's also some rumors about the next Xboxes as well. Apparently, there's going to be two consoles. One's like a powerful, really powerful Xbox One X sort of thing, mm-hmm. and the other one. Is going to be. Remember a while back we talked about on episode twelve consoles for hire, mm-hmm. the concept of sort of hiring a console that would be like a streaming device almost, yeah, yeah. and like half of the power would be on the cloud and half the power would be in the box. That's essentially what the rumor is. It's going to be. Mm. So we predicted the future there. Because it's funny what you were going to say is I thought it was going to be like the um, the way iPhones are now, mm-hmm. how you get the like. The awesome fucking one that you could take down. <laughs> I don't know. Take down the fucking Death Star with. <laughs> yeah. Or the other one where it's not as good and you get like a tiny hard drive and yeah, blah, yeah. all this. It, but it's kind of, I suppose it's kind of going to be like that. Like a budget version of it. Yeah. But they can't split it too much. The games will have to work on both. It'd so, probably be I, like this where they don't run in 4K because not everyone's got 4K. Which yeah. I think if that starts at if that's at the start, mm-hmm. that's not so bad. It's but more, I, more. I'm more bothered about frame rate and rendering and stuff. I'm too far away from my telly to appreciate 4K. My plan is if we, if me and Kelly, what we're planning is to move into a new house mm-hmm. at some point, and I want to have a a room that's going to be the music, podcast, and, and gaming room. Awesome. I'll get a 4K monitor then because it'll be a lot more affordable, and I'll be sitting a lot closer, so I'll be able to appreciate it. Oh, yeah. Because Gaming from now on, I'm going to be wearing a headset. I've decided because uh, I don't I don't use me surround sound for me game me console anymore. It's a waste of time. Mm-hmm. I just use a headset. Mm-hmm. So that's basically what I'll be doing. Gaming from now on, I'll be using a headset. So can you get aircon in this room? <laughs> in the, yeah, I will. I'll make sure. <laughs> awesome. <laughs> uh, but that's 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 what I plan to do. So I'm all I'm just bothered about the frame rate and um, like I say, the the rendering and stuff like that. Games that I'm playing will just look and perform better on an Xbox One X, so that's why I'm getting it for not for the 4K bullshit. Like it doesn't really bother us. Mm-hmm. So, speaking of that, there the reason one of the reasons that's influenced me. I think I would have got one anyway, but one of the games that I've recently got mm-hmm. that I'll try not to talk too much about it, but I do want to set some stuff straight about it. Yeah, No Man's Sky next. Half it was Jet Set Willy Four, <laughs> the mansion. <laughs> I made up. There was Jet Set Willy Three. Um, uh, t- 
Titanic trouble. That's nice. I like that. Thank you. <laughs> so that's just, I'm not going to beat around the bush too much. I'm just going to say one word. And I think this word sums up what's happened here with Hello Games and with this particular game, No Man's Sky. Right. Redemption. 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 Wow, I thought you were going to say disappointment. No. You've changed me. However, this is the reason why we've come up with the concept for the second part, isn't it? Disappointing games. Because when this game first came out... Well, it was you who came up with it. (laughs) Yeah, with the producer. When this first game first came out, the overwhelming response was disappointment, wasn't it? So that's the reason why we've done that for the second part. If we make it that far, because I've sweat out most of my fluids. (laughs) There's just a puddle on the floor, sofa. I'm sitting on a fucking leather chair as well, so I feel like even through my clothes, I'm sticking to it. Yeah. I might have to ask you for a towel in a second. A towelette. Huh? <laughs> a moist towelette. That's your rider, is it? Yeah. <laughs> and some Haribo. <laughs> so, Ethel the Frog, I'm going to speak to you directly. I'm not going to apologise, because I stand by... <laughs> I stand no, by... I'm not going to apologise. <laughs> I'm sorry, but that's just simply something I don't do. <laughs> now, I stand by the, the things that I said about that game. I don't think I went so far as issuing death threats to, to Sean Murray and Hello, the Hello Games team, which a lot of people did. I think you did secretly. <laughs> I was disappointed. I was almost disgusted because, as I understood it, Sean Murray was interviewed and he came up with things about, about the game that simply weren't in the game. The E3 trailer that was shown wasn't, wasn't representative of the final product. Mm-hmm. So when the game was released, and I've said this all along, it should have been released as early access... Two years down the line, you would have got the game that we've got now. I'm glad that I didn't spend money on that game two years ago. And I've... Well, to be fair, you couldn't have played it two years ago. Absolutely. But I said one of my quotes was that I'm glad it didn't come out on the Xbox because I would have bought it. So I'm glad that I saved the money then. Mm -hmm. So my experience is of No Man's Sky Next, which is out now, which, as far as I'm concerned, is the game they should have released two years ago. And that's the overwhelming response now i know that ethel the frog defended it and it absolutely that's totally fine anyone can defend what the the, the product that was released then mm-hmm. and i think i said back then as well maybe he didn't he hadn't followed it quite as much as me apologize ethel you can send another email if you like but that's the way i felt maybe he hadn't followed it as much or maybe other people people would have been satisfied with that game if they hadn't followed it to the extent that i had or other people like me had mm-hmm. because i had been reading so much watching all the interviews and stuff and really was excited for the game, even though I wasn't going to get played. Well, that's something I'd like to have I said on the E3 special that we've done. When you start watching those trailers and stuff, sometimes you are just going to get disappointed. It's, it's yeah. It's, it's unavoidable, it's really, because yeah. you're just like, oh, it'll spoil the game for you. Yeah. Because they'll just show you, here, look at this awesome bit. It's the same reason that I don't watch movie trailers anymore. Like, I actively avoid them, as I've said so many times, because they just show too much. Yeah, they show far too much in the trailers, and it's just like, well, hold something back for the fucking, the fucking me. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I mean, there's oh, there's so much I could say about this game. I guess I'm not going to apologise for what I said because I still believe that the product that was released wasn't what was promised. I think Sean Murray got excited because he could see the potential, yeah. and when he was asked questions about things like multiplayer, one of his quotes was can you go out there and you can see someone? And he basically said, yes, you can, but the chances of it happening are so remote, it'll never happen. He, he he was just, he was excited about this game and he got too carried away and and he said too much, basically. Mm-hmm. And everyone was so hyped about this game and so excited because of what was proposed. When it did release, it was ultimately disappointing. But, like I say, redemption, because the game now, 
I've, I've got it. That was the game I've spent forty pound on. Uh, I'm very very happy with it. I think it's it's so immersive. It's fantastic. The sound, the even the graphics, like it, it looks great for a game that's procedurally generated. It looks fantastic. Mm-hmm. It's got this photo mode on where you can take pictures. You can set the camera up and take a picture of the environment. It's fantastic. Like you can get some beautiful, beautiful pictures from it. There's filters on it. You can, you can, yeah. change, you can even position the sun in different places on the screen. It's it's wonderful. It's really, really. It's a total like what Ethel the Frog said. It's a really nice chilled game that you can just immerse yourself in. You can go around as it's essentially infinite planets you can visit. I went on the galactic map, which is part of the the game, and you can flick between the different planets, and it's just it's incredible. It's overwhelming. So you've got to kind of approach it just thinking, I'm just going to take my time. Mm-hmm. It doesn't hold your hand as well. Uh, there's a tutorial and there's a storyline which you can follow, but it doesn't doesn't like kind of guide you through it. It's fucking. It's actually quite lethal. Like it, it's it's brutal. I'm playing it on survival mode. I started it on normal mode, but then I started again on survival. The first time I started, I, I spawned in on this icy planet and I was dead literally within 30 seconds mm-hmm. because you've got to act straight away. Like to replenish your shields and stuff like that, but yeah, I I think it's it's great, it's fantastic, it's, it's and I'm so happy for the the developer, especially for Sean Murray, who is just a fucking genius, obviously because he's like the brain. It's his, he's the brainchild. He's the brainchild behind it. Oh, it's his brainchild. It's his brainchild. It's his brainchild. Yeah. He's a child with a brain, um, and he's because he started coding this game while they were working on other things. He started doing it by himself, and then he took it to the team, and they all started working on it together. So he's like the he's the brainchild, um, <laughs> but uh, it yeah like I say I'm just so happy for them because they finally released this game that they wanted it to be and it's only it's essentially the kind of the beginning. They're going to add so many different things and it's going to develop even further. It's interesting that uh, maybe it's the fact that it was a console exclusive mm-hmm. and coming out on a different consoles done it good because um, they were able to give it that massive upgrade. Like, because the money was coming in, perhaps. Because I've noticed, um, I got myself, there's a good sale on at the minute on the PlayStation. Mm-hmm. And I got that one that we couldn't pronounce the name of. N-I-O-H. Oh, yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I got that. But I noticed No Man's Sky was on the sale. Mm-hmm. And I was tempted, but I just... Um, it's like 15, 20 quid or something at the minute on PlayStation. Yeah, right? something like that. Mm-hmm. And now, it's, I think it's the same price as what I paid for that, N, like, Neo, Neo yeah. or whatever it's called. But I thought um, I can only really buy one game because if I bought more than one game, one would just sit on my hard drive. Mm. So I made my choice. But if if it keeps going in in that direction, I don't know if it's the sort of game I would enjoy. Though to be honest, it's not know, really my. I'm not going to say you should go and get it. But that would be interesting if Tom for the, <laughs> for the last I'm never two do that again. years is like <laughs> I don't know. I'd... This I, isn't like Dark Void, is it? No. no. Oh, get Dark Void. a jetpack. No, I don't know. It's it's you've got to manage your own expectations going into it. I think that's really important. That's key. You've got to know what you're getting into. It's not so much what I'm getting into. It's just the actual game. Yeah. I don't know if it's for me. That's that's which fine. is like um, that's why I <laughs> I got a Dark Souls clone, mm-hmm. which is essentially what Neo is mm-hmm. or whatever it is. But with the second one coming out and everyone had hyped, said that the first one was really good, I thought, fuck it, I'll get it. Mm-hmm. At the minute, I'm playing that Great Granite Sisters reboot. Jesus Christ. You know, it's actually a quite a competent um, 
2D platformer yeah. that steals off so it steals off Sonic so mm-hmm. much and Mario. Mm-hmm. But um, it's alright. That's the game I want to complete this month. That was I got that free um, last year at some point. I played I played a bit of it, but it's where you got to collect loads of gems and stuff, isn't it? That's another stuff. thing about the game to unlock the very last level of each bit. You've got to collect a certain number of gems. Mm-hmm. I think that's quite a good idea because mm-hmm. otherwise I wouldn't give two fucks about the gems. <laughs> <laughs> Speaking of not giving two fucks about the gems. Right, transition. <laughs> you finished God of War, didn't you? Ah, I did, yeah. Tell me. Um. So at the end of it, I thought the storyline was really, really good. Okay. I still stand by. I didn't think the combat was that great. Okay. For, for what I want from a game. Mm-hmm. Um. It was definitely what a triple a title is mm-hmm. the good and the bad of what a triple a is right so there's quite a lot of pointless busy work because mm-hmm. i lent off someone you wanted to back i felt like just going down the road of doing the um main quest mm-hmm. but i didn't really think like when i finished it it left it really open where you could do these other like beat these other bosses and stuff mm-hmm. but i didn't think the boss battles were as good as the the old ones mm-hmm. they were like a spectacle with a spectacle combining that with gameplay. But I don't know if I'm just being misty-eyed and misremembering the past because it was still a really good experience. I really enjoyed it. The ending stuck with us. It's mm-hmm. a really good, powerful ending. And the acting in it of the kid and like the main players, it reminded me of um, when I was at work, I listened to... Um, they made a series of it, American Gods. Oh, yes. I was going to say Small Gods there, you know. I wish I had, but I think that's that was his collaboration with uh, Terry Pratchett, I think. Maybe. Oh, did Neil, Neil Gaiman? I might be way off there, but I'm pretty sure they worked together on something. But yeah, I was going to say Gods, I wish I had. So American... Fuck, I wish I had so bad! <laughs> I'll just edit it so that I did. Alright, cool. American What's that gods. called? That thing, Gods. <laughs> <laughs> it just comes in off yeah. the other. American Gods, it's like... Um, it's about the old gods and the new gods... Ha- at war right and there's a twists and turns in it it's really mm. cool yeah i started going along with god of war when the when i realized how the like using the like kratos himself is from greek mythology right that's what the old games were you know about the new one it's it's bringing in norse mythology and because of that it just felt very like american gods mm-hmm. just when I started going with it, I started enjoying it. We, we talked about this the uh, Star Wars prequels, when there's just all these loads of bullshit lore and mm-hmm. like exposition, which is just nonsense and shit. There was a bit in God of War where I was like, I'm not going with this, because mm-hmm. it was like that. But then, all of a sudden, I just started being more into the story and the um, the characters and stuff. Yeah, it's, it's, it's a, it is a really good game. Mm-hmm. It's it's not the game I envisaged a new God of War would be like, yeah. but maybe that's a good thing. I don't know because God of War Three was like pushing it too much anyway. Mm-hmm. That old school esque way of playing, mm-hmm. so maybe it needed changing up and stuff. Mm-hmm. I also heard they were going to make a Netflix um, mini series of the story, mm-hmm. but it kind of got uh, lost, and yeah, well. so I don't know how much truth there was in that. But yeah, I would. Hang on, sorry, you've got a four. Yeah, I've got a war. Okay. Mm. I've never heard. I've never actually heard that. Uh, I've seen that on the IGN uh, website, so uh, I don't know how much truth there was. It's not happening, no oh. matter. So you know, <laughs> Netflix. Mm-hmm. You just mentioned there. 
Let's talk about a couple of TV programs then. Mm. One of which is on Netflix that you mentioned, and then I actually started watching just two nights ago. Yeah. Dark Tourist? Yeah, I started watching it after uh, watching Prison, mm-hmm. which is a fucking very brutal experience. It's a Channel 4 program set in Durham Prison, mm-hmm. which is quite near where we live. Um, I seen, when I loaded in Netflix, I seen Dark Tourism, and the thing that straight up shot in my mind was Louis Theroux's Weird Weekends. Straight away, I was no, like... My, the first comment I've made is Louis Theroux, question mark. So, he I was looks, like, He looks a lot like him. Lucy is that, and I'm like, he doesn't, he doesn't. Well, and, he's and got Louise's dark same. hair and glasses. Right. <laughs> he holds it, he kind of, he approaches situations in the same way. He's kind of like, portrays this particular character where he's sort of kind of a bit shy and stuff, but mm-hmm. you know he's not, he's like very intelligent, but he kind of plays, he sort of plays the, like us. Yeah. Like, he, he sort of comes across as though he's the viewer. So he sort of asks the questions that we would want to ask if we were in that situation, I think. Mm-hmm. That's what I think. I, I can see you selling it like that because I've really warmed to him. Because the first episode I watched, which was set in Colombia, mm-hmm. I didn't like the episode mm-hmm. and I didn't really like him that much. Because of a Pablo Escobar and, and his bodyguard Popeye and stuff. Yeah, it? I might have got more out of it if I had to watch Narcos, but Louise uh, didn't like it, so we didn't watch it. Because uh, I, I, I when I was taught, when I was watching it, I said to Kelly, is this what that Netflix series Narcos is about? Yeah, it is. That's why they were going there. Right. Because, well, they'd seen stuff in that episode about uh, about right. him. It's okay. based on a real thing, though. Uh-huh. Pablo Escobar. But fucking hell, man. Like, Colombia is really oh, it's brutal. Fun. It's intense, like, isn't it? So... After finishing now, I thought to myself, there must have been something in it. I think it was the start of the second one where it was, it it teased, it was Japan. And yeah. Japan does weird mm-hmm. better than anyone else, <laughs> yeah, totally. I think. And I thought, fuck it, I'm going to watch it. And I'm so glad I did because it not only did I enjoy it, and I've recommended it to so many people now, mm-hmm. not only did I like it, because of that episode, but then I started to warm to him, yeah. and I thought he was a lot more funny and natural. Uh-huh. I don't know if I just had me guard up mm-hmm. on the first episode. Well, he's nothing like Louis Farrell because mm-hmm. the weird weekend Louis Farrell stuff for me is amazing. Mm-hmm. He's got more serious, and that's fine. But the fun factor's gone out yeah. of Louis Farrell's kind of um, like what he's doing now. This guy's more about the fun factor. Yeah. And the stuff in the Japan one, I won't spoil it for people. Well, all, it's all, class. All I want to say is that he, talk, he goes to Fukushima. Yes. And the suicide forest as well, oh. uh, next to uh, Mount uh, Fuji. Isn't Mount How Fuji? beautiful is that? Incredible. Yes, it just looks amazing. So picturesque. But there was one bit that I thought was funny. There was these three kids that he bumped into from Ontario. Yeah. And one of them had a Bob's Burgers t-shirt on. Did you see yeah, that? Yeah. He was the one that had never been on holiday ever. Yeah. That was his first, <laughs> first time. First one to go to the Suicide Forest. And then there was uh, another bit in one of the other... How far in a year? Have you watched them all? Or I, no? I've not watched them all, but um, I watched Europe and... What was the one after Europe? America. There was one... There was an, America with New America. Orleans and stuff like that. No, I haven't. Oh, I've seen that the one. Vampires yeah. and stuff. I'm quite far through. I, I think yeah. I've only got two left, doesn't I? Was uh, have you seen Europe? He went to he went to Mexico as well. Yeah, he did Mexico with the wall and with the uh, Santa Muerte. I went. They were trying to like go over the border. That was yeah. stupid, wasn't it? But the there was one bit that I thought of you straight away was the Charles Bronson stuff. Oh, aye. Me out, That's China. Europe. 
It sounded like it sounded because he, he at one point speak to Charles Manson over the phone, uh, yeah. and it sounded like fucking Tom Hardy just doing an impression. It did, didn't it? That, that was I uh, know I, I really like it. Um, we're sticking with it. Like I mean, we're we've got a couple episodes left to go. I just like the startup as well. The mm. startup reminds oh, it's me of beautiful, isn't it? That red and black animation. It reminds me of the vibe of Weird Weekend. Like you, you're sitting there and you're gonna be shocked. Yeah. And I like you know I'm quite jaded, mm. but to see something. That I'm like, wow, that's amazing. Reminds like, me of Samurai Jack, the opening. Oh, the two kind of colour tones, uh, yeah, yeah. yeah. Another, there's a couple, of, a couple of other programs I wanted to mention. Uh, Staff Let's Flats. Have you seen this? Oh no, what's that? <laughs> it's really fucking funny. Is it? It's this guy, uh, Jamie Dimitriou, mm-hmm. his, his sister. I believe it's his sister because she's got the same surname. Uh, Natasha Dimitriou. The, she's a comedian, and he's a comedian as well. Mm-hmm. He's been in a couple of things, not very high profile, and this isn't really. It's kind of like a. It's it's like a almost shot like The Office kind of, right? And it has that almost that sort of cringy humor, but it's so fucking funny. He's this Greek, uh, his dad's Greek who must be like first generation Greek, um, came across and he's got this uh, came across and he's got this um, letting agency set up, mm-hmm. and his son uh, staff works for him. And he's fucking terrible. He's absolutely terrible at his job. And that's this that's the setup, but right. it's, it's so funny. Oh, so I recommend that. Like, give that a go. It's really good. I'll recommend one quickly because I've been yeah. plowing through it. And Christian recommended it was It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia. Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah. It is so fucking good. That, yeah. Like, I've, I've had it on my list for about three years. I've had some. You know, when we rec- triple chocolate, the Mc, <laughs> McMuffin, the food said, hey. <laughs> That uh, Danny DeVito should <laughs> reprise his role as the Penguin. Uh-huh. Well, he's in that from series two onwards, uh-huh. and he is a comic genius. Yeah, the things he does. I've had like, you know, I've had some times where I've I've been going through some not very nice stuff, mm-hmm. and to sit down and just some of the what the fuck moments yeah. on that show, it is so funny. I've heard only good things about that show. Like the cast, there was there's that guy who's kind of got a funny voice. Who's been in a few films? He was in Horrible Bosses and stuff. Um, uh, yeah. I don't know what he's called. I didn't. But... I didn't recognise any of them. Like when I first started watching it, I recognise. I'm sure the guy who does that show, uh, uh, that sort of that weekly show on Netflix where he talks about TV that's that's been going on the week uh, before yeah. and stuff. I'm sure he's in that as well. Um, oh shit, what's he called? Joe, Joe something. I can't remember. But it, it's something that's been on my list for so long. Mm-hmm. Another one that I want to mention: The Oval. Have you seen the awful, that? the Orville, as in I wish I could fly. Oh, hi. up in the sky, but I can't. <laughs> now this, my uh, review is: I'm surprised by how not shit it is, <laughs> because put that on the back of the box. Well, the box is done. It, it's basically a, a Star Trek. It's like a homage to Star Trek, written oh. and produced by Seth MacFarlane. So mm. it's kind of got that touch of comedy, <laughs> but I thought it would be out and out jokes over and over again, like mm. Family Guy or something. But it's not. It's actually really well written, and it touches on a lot of sort of real world political things and uh, like issue, real world issues that we've yeah. experienced. But puts it in like an alien planet. This things happen on this alien planet, which mirrors what's happened on our planet, like religion and things well, like Star that. Star Wars on did that. do that. Uh, Star Trek did do that. Mm? It's a it, it is it's a very, it's very, very like Star Star Trek, but like I say, you it's got hate Star Trek though, don't you? Uh, Am I I'm not a you fan of Star Trek in any way. No, <laughs> that's interesting. Though. Yeah, I seem to have watched a lot of Star Trek, like Babylon Five. I used to watch quite a bit because it was always on after the Fresh Prince of Bel Air. Babylon Five isn't Star Trek. 
Is it not? No, I think Babylon 5 is something different. Get lost. A- apologies if my brain is I am sure that's part of the Star Trek universe. I might be wrong, though. Maybe no, it isn't. Babylon 5. Babylon 5 isn't. Which is the one with that really irritating uh, bartender. <laughs> that's and Deep Space Nine. That, is that Star Trek? With Frang or whatever he's called? Was he? Frog? And the guy with the, the nose that was like sort of flat and weird. There was As, a girl. <laughs> was, that, was that Star Trek, though? I that deep, was what I watched in deep, deep Space because I like Deep Space. There was um, deeper yeah, the, like deep, the deeper the better. There was the Next Generation, Deep Space Nine, and um, there was another one, wasn't there? What was that? Babylon was it Five Voyager or something? It wasn't Babylon Five. <laughs> Babylon Five is another program entirely. Was I it think. called Return of the Return of the, Kirk. <laughs> Return of the Kirk? <laughs> I hope so. Star Trek Six, Return of the Kirk. Star Trek Seven, Spock Strikes Back. Right. Yeah. Elect- Star-, Star Trek 8 you do one Star Trek 8 uh, Electric Boogaloo <laughs> that's it's the always fucking electric bo- it's always Electric Boogaloo oh, but yeah it's it's alright it's I mean I reckon you probably hate it to okay. be honest but uh, me and Kelly watched the whole series in a couple of nights and it was harried well d- what do you think of Master of None uh, I watched a few episodes of it and then I stopped watching it because I wanted to watch it with Kelly because I think that's pap what do you I, think of um? what's that other one I think you recommended it to us and I tried watching it I hated it and everyone else seems to like it Um, where he's a rapper or his friend's a rapper oh Atlanta yeah I hated that it's weird you know like I I loved the first series but I think Donald Glover he's, he's really quite full of himself and sort of uh, he's quite pretentious I think yeah, because right. a couple of the episodes there was this one episode in the latest series where he um he plays a kind of a Michael Jackson parody, mm-hmm. and it's weird. I think he plays himself. No, yeah, no, sorry, it's not himself. It's the the other guy, one of his mates, goes and lists this house, and he plays this sort of this white guy, this white pianist who's sort of held him um locked himself away in his property. But he's, I believe that he's sort of parodying Michael Jackson. If I'm wrong there, then sorry, I heard but, the- it's weird. It's really weird, and it feels deliberately weird, right? Like unnecessarily weird, and it it's completely detached from the storyline. So it's one of those filler episodes, and it's just a bit weird. Does it have a fly in it? <laughs> uh, Breaking Bad. Mm-hmm. Hey Ross, are you excited? What about? I mean, I can see that you're excited, um, but I'm visibly dying. Actually, <laughs> <laughs> all I'm I'm so moist. I'm so sorry. I'm so. Uh, what's the word for? <laughs> sweated out. Uh-huh. I'm so sweated out that I couldn't even I couldn't even muster an erection if I tried right nah, now. Nah, like that <laughs> would be just totally off. I'll just try. <laughs> I kind of do it. If some absolutely <laughs> banging bird came in right yeah. now, smashed the door and goes, "Okay, then." You'd just be like, nah. <laughs> fucking hell, that's the worst time in ever. Actually, I'd like it if she did smash the door open because it would give some fucking. A little bit fresh of air. At least a breeze. To proceedings. What I meant, though, was are you excited for October the 16th, is it? I think it might be October the 16th. Right. What's happening? Where are we going? I don't know. Are you? I'm sure, well, I mean, we're not going together, but I'm sure we can meet up for a beer beforehand or afterhand. Oh, um, Afterhand. Yeah. <laughs> that's not a real, that's not right, is it? Beforehand, afterhand. What day does it fall on? Thursday, I think. Right. Oh, you're talking about uh, the, the master, John... Carpenter. The, the, the master himself, John Carpenter. He's playing live at Time Theatre, isn't it? Yeah, I, Yeah. 
Unusual venue for him to play like. Hmm. You wouldn't know, though. What do you rock him go? What is this shithole? Everyone from America has that same accent. They're walking here. Yeah. <laughs> so he's going to play all of his classics, I hope. <laughs> Are you going to just song. sit there? <laughs> Bohemian Rhapsody, I hope With he plays. With your arms folded going, we got to play what? <laughs> what? You gotta play a such and such. All oh, right, okay. I couldn't think of a song that he would play that he wouldn't play. Play the thing. <laughs> he wouldn't play that because he didn't write that song, that music. What? No, he'll play Assault on Precinct. Morricone done that. No, he did. He did. The thing. Oh, right, okay. oh ah, you were like you so were just about to. Then take we were playing your, that game. You were on the phone about to give back. Yeah. Is any, how can I get a refund? Well, a ticket hasn't arrived. I just yet. found out. I think I might have been ripped off by a ticket tout. No, um, it's impossible in this day and age. I'm very excited. I think it's going to be good. I need to uh, hook you up with these um, solo albums. I've got yeah, them. Please. I, I bought them. It was Christian. He told us that um, I think it was Bandcamp had like a cheap day where you just give a dollar. Mm-hmm. For an album, and I bought um, I bought his two Lost Themes, I think they're called. Mm-hmm. Really good, but I like that retro synth stuff. I think he's really good at it. Mm-hmm. Speaking of retro synth stuff, Aye. seamless. Was retro- it <laughs> retro relish two? Mm-hmm. Was it t- um, technically postponed? Technically it was postponed. You weren't there. Yeah, that's exactly it. Retro Mike he decided to. <laughs> he still held it, so people still went, but he kind of he didn't push it as much because there wasn't as much as because I think the as we there. as we discussed yeah because Gonox Lair wasn't gonna be in attendance. As we just dis- when I visited him because we're best mates. I think he's already shown who his favourite is. Yeah absolutely. Well he's it's the favourite is the person who's made the effort to come visit him. Um, yeah. Which is me, Kelly and Luna. Mm-hmm. So that actually, higher off even though he's allergic to dogs. I know so much about this guy. Um so he said that he was gonna reschedule uh, for a later date. I really hope he's not going to do the end of August when I'm away or when you're away. But I I'm hope sure. he does. I'm going to buy him a bunch of flowers and everything. <laughs> I'm just going to totally butter him up. Tom, so, who? Avoid the bank holiday weekend in August because I'm not here. <laughs> Alright, we'll just circle everything about you. <laughs> Don't fucking Let do it. Let me get calmed do out. And also avoid the last weekend in September as well because I'm away, okay? Mm-hmm. So, I'm, I'm just... Selfishly, I'm kind of glad that it sort of kind of was postponed because that means we can definitely go to the next one. Oh, I fucking pull the hamstring. I kind of can. That's what I'm just practicing excuses now. All right. A hammy. But he did actually say that he's got a promotion running at the moment. Mm-hmm. Check this promotion out, guys, if you want to go to the Retro Relish Cafe in Whitley Bay. I haven't got the exact coordinates for it, but if you go to Spanish City, yeah. right, don't go in. Go up the road because when Spanish City was closed and had the big opening day, Retro Relish Cafe was open and they were, they were getting the customers in and saying, yeah, great guys. So, if you go past the amusements on the front, on you know where Spanish City is. Uh, sorry, are you talking to me or the listener right now? I'm talking to you, my All friend. All right, I'm looking at you. That's fine. So the amusements. You don't oh, yes. need to explain it. Thanks very <laughs> much. Bye. So listen, now, you know uh, uh, the ice cream shops in the amusement park, amusement shops, amusement shops, <laughs> amusement arcades. It's so hot. Oh, no. It's just on the I'm corner. Where I've got a bead of sweat. Can you see it in total recall? I'd be dead. <laughs> just one. Um, it's just on the corner there. And he's got a... Lush. Those are some easy corners. <laughs> just driving around the circle. He, oh, he just said just around the just corner. And then he gives yeah. up. I can't find it. Even. What the fuck? The directions were so simple. Um, <laughs> so if you go in, you will get a discount on your bill 
if you mention that you are a listener of the Gone Oxlair podcast and take a selfie with I them. bet he gets no one. Oh, imagine he did, though. Imagine if there's loads. Oh, <laughs> so justified. And then he, like, went under. <laughs> because yeah. because he was, Actually, I, I don't know. Yeah, God, no. Uh, he also made a comment, or made some suggestions about coffee and games. Because remember on the last episode, we said, I wonder if there's any coffee and games. Mm-hmm. He said Final Fantasy IX. Oh. Uh, there was a Morid, Morid side quest. Morid side quest? I don't know. I don't think that's a title. Uh, you had to get some. Right. Also, you sure there was a mission to get coffee in one of the Tony Hawk's games? Possibly American Wasteland. Oh, okay. So there you go. So that is officially the coffee episode done. <laughs> <laughs> Unless anyone else wants to correct me. No. No, no. No, no I'm interested. <laughs> yeah, please do. <sighs> Ross. Are we going to be able to have a break now? No. Why? We need to move on to the next segment, All which right. is, as always, the head-to-head. Now, I'll stop you there. All right. <laughs> because we've had a suggestion. You know how we've been going every single time we've gone, oh, oh whatever it's called these days, I don't know. Mm-hmm. We've had a suggestion for a name for it now. Hold on to your boots. Right, yeah. Hold on to your boots. Is it called the Tom Show? <laughs> TomDefeatsRoss.com. Uh, what do you think of Gonarch's player? That's nice. It's nice. It's it's play on Gonarch's layer. <laughs> Gonarch's layer. So Gonarch's player. Gonarch's player. Right. Suggested by none other than Retro Mikey. Oh, lovely. Hey-o. I'm glad I liked it then. I, I asked him if he would need any royalties if we did decide to use that, and he said no. So what we negotiated. He didn't say no, first of all, so he said yes. But then we negotiated. I said, well, how about if I make you an official member of the Gunnox Lair team? Mm-hmm. Would you be happy with that? And he said, yes. So he's officially the newest member of the Gunnox Lair team. All right. He didn't win that past this, by the way. <laughs> uh, and I'm just going to pause the podcast, Ross, is it right, if he becomes an official member of the Gunnox Lair team? Because, uh, fucking hell, mate. Honestly, he's, he's like... He's proper nice. He's been messages and loads asking if he can be oh. part of the Gunnox Lair team. And this is the only way I could think of right. getting him into it. Like, is Does it he cool? get a badge or something like I did? With yeah. bestie number one written on. I think I might have That's a couple of them lying around. I could probably send one out to him. I feel hurt by that. Bestie number two. Mm, okay. Yeah? Is that cool? Mm. <laughs> <laughs> That's a yes. Okay, then. Congratulations, Retro Mikey, and welcome to the team. <laughs> I did also say that uh, the next step is to join the fellowship. And what is that? How do you get into the fellowship of the lair? Don't know. Go on a quest of Mordor, is it? You know. Oh. Who's in the fellowship of the lair? Um, I don't know. <laughs> of course you do. Have a think. Do I have to sit around? It's the former guests, isn't oh, it? The former guests oh, of the thank podcast. God you told us in there. Eve, for tits sake. So, I did say that. Oh, if you wanted to be in the fellowship, you have to be a guest. Eve went strangely silent. And did he's blocked he? us on Twitter, so I don't know what that's about. Oh, well, that happens, doesn't it? It's However, happened quite a few times. So. so, with no further ado, let's play the listeners exactly what happened in the very first Gonox player. Thank you. 
hello and welcome to the first official Gonox player. Gonox player, Ross, you happy with the sound of that? It sounds good to your ears. Totally, yeah. Yeah, it's good, isn't it? Mm -hmm. What have you got? What have you What have you chosen, Ross, for this first Gonox player? Well, can I just interject? It's boiling in here again. Fucking hell, we're in Gonox layer 2.0, and it honest, honestly feel like the heating's on. Yeah, it isn't though. Is that just the, the heat that our bodies are producing? I don't know. I'm slick. I'm slick with sweat. I'm worried about you. It's unbelievable. You look like, <laughs> you look like you're just dripping into nothingness. I'm a red. Yeah, a bit. Mm. Do you remember them phone lines that used to be in the back of like, uh, I don't know, dirty mags and stuff where it's like, phone me, I'm all wet and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. Do you remember that sort mm -hmm. of things? Well, you technically are right now. <laughs> Don't 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 phone me though. I'm too I'm too hot to pick up the phone. Hot and bothered. Hot and particularly bothered. Yes, I'm I'm, oh. I'm very very bothered. Um, it, the heat isn't relevant for the for the actual games we're going to play though. No, that however. was a, a patented uh, tangent. I like Gonox Slayer uh, tangents. TMO. Jinx Ross. There you go. Said your name straight away, so you can continue talking. So what we've come up with this today is we're playing two games that. It's kind of a celebration of um, the games, Riza. He asked were a few questions. Mm -hmm. And for arc the question was, what's your favourite arcade game of all time? Mm -hmm. And Tom's was? Uh, the Simpsons. Oh, a gag one, yeah, right. <laughs> Sorry, no, no, I'm joking. It was uh, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Yeah. And, Coin up. And mine was uh, Smash TV. Mm -hmm. Now, by the way, read that article. It's fantastic. It is a very good article, yeah. So I thought, well, I'll go down into the dungeon and I'll see what arcades have. Sadly, listeners, I don't have a working uh, Teenage Mutant Hero Turtles cabinet. You had to sell it, didn't you? And I don't have a Smash TV one either. It was when when you were on the bones of your ass, you had to sell them. Mm, sad times, sad but you've times, just made yeah. up. <laughs> so I thought, right, well, let's tie it in with the second episode a bit, right? Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, we're going to play mm -hmm. a disappointing versions of these two Ooh, mighty games disappointing versions of the games that's nice also on my favorite con uh, computer slash console of all time the amiga which the amiga did have a few problems when people are making games for it kind of similar to the way 8-bit conversions were made mm -hmm. the way sometimes i don't think they were privy to the actual original code yeah mm. they were just here's a couple of 10 pences, go down the arcade and play it and see if you can recreate it. Mm -hmm. In the same way that, um, well, kind of in the same way, I used to have a pencil case that had the, <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> the Ninja Turtles on. I used to have a Ghostbusters one as well. Mm -hmm. And, like, Michelangelo didn't have nunchucks. He had, like, the the stick and, and Leonardo might have had, like, not, not his weapon. So everything was kind of wrong because it wasn't officially licensed. Do you know something? So, you surprised me with that. Have I? Because I thought it was <laughs> going to be a bullshit, <laughs> pointless anecdote from the past. But yeah, yeah. you're right. Mm -hmm. Wow, yeah. I'm surprised. I'm on form. I'm on form. Ross, before we get stuck in these games, do you want some puns? Aye. Tough shit, because we had some complaints about the last one, so the oh. producer hasn't wrote any. However, I'm going to take it upon myself to try and drop some in just throughout the gaming session. It's a shame, isn't it? It's funny how you miss something when it's gone. I know, yeah, it is a shame. Hang on. Yeah. I'm just thinking about how much of a shame it is. Like, I wouldn't have that to see him if, like, you had, like, a really bad disease or something and it went. Would you miss that? Like, cock rot. Cock rot or... Arse rot. What are some of the made-up diseases in a uh, theme hospital? 
um, balloon head syndrome was one, wasn't it? That one might, might be good. Yeah. Tell me why. I don't know. Because mm. I'd look like a caricature. <laughs> and I would drive around in a June buggy and I'd be like, little June buggy in the sand. Making up a nice little song there, people. No, that was uh, Presidents of the United States of America. Do you remember that, that band? No. Peaches. Millions of peaches. Oh, God, I hear that peaches song. Peaches for me. That that album. Mm-hmm. I used to listen to it a lot. Did you? Mm. Worth going back to revisit? No. No. Oh, absolutely not, no. Because I usually bore you with my musical taste, but uh, you very rarely bore me with your musical taste of the past. No, it was it was a long time ago when I had like a mixtape that had things like Crocodile Shoes and... Uh, what was that other one? Crocodile um, Shoes yep. by Jimmy Neal. Yep. And it had... <laughs> it had um, Breakfast at Tiffany's on as well, that song. Oh, aye. That's all, like all, a hipster song before hipsters were invented, isn't it? All sorts of shit. So it was it was back back then. Best left in the past, really. Well, tapes are coming back, and I would love to hear your mixtape. Oh, the fuck. When I was, like, say, driving in an open-top Jeep. My brother used to... <laughs> I don't know, right, open-top June buggy. Yeah, aye. My brother used to make great mixtapes because... Shall I tell you for why? Because mm. he used to uh, put, like... He used to write down the names of each song on a little slip of, like, white paper and then yeah. stick it on the thingy with, like, black tape. It looked like dead cool. Oh, that is cool. Yeah, I quite. Do you know what I would do on my mixtapes? What's that? What, what would you do? Write it in blood. Some. Well, yeah, but sometimes I would like put a like soundbite from a film I liked. <gasps> For instance, an Evil Dead quote where, mm-hmm. "Hey, I swallow your soul. I swallow your mm-hmm. soul. Swallow this." And then I would transition mm-hmm. into this into a, a song. Wow, that's yeah, that's good. We should do that. And we should release it and make money from it and mm-hmm. see how long it takes before we get sued. Low sorts of power. Yeah. I'm surprised we've gone this far, like 38 episodes, and we still haven't uh, still hasn't caught up with it. Could we not just purposely pick films that are, are like just... What, what's the word for it again? Oh, uh, yeah. Um, free, not free source, not open source, not... Um, it's... Uh, Oh shit, son! That's going to annoy us. People are screaming at their wirelesses at the moment. Yeah. Shouting, it's this, this is what it's called. It's called... Uh, Oh, I thought it was going to come there. I thought it was going to... I thought something was going to come. Nope. Whoa. I can't remember what it's called. I believe it's called Public Domain. Oh, Public Domain. Well done, mate. That just come to you just all of a sudden. Oh, aye. It actually legitimately did, listener, whether you believe that or not. Yeah. Fuck it, don't care. Right. What's first? Um. So, we'll go with Smash TV first. Let's smash some TVs. So, I apologise, really. We're about to play too pretty bad versions mm-hmm. and at the end of this see which one you think is the worst mm. I think I know from checking them can I just say because it's difficult to say when you've won well impossible really I suppose shall we how are we going to decide when to finish playing oh, that's a good point shall we we could either set us on the time limit or mm. when we die when we lose lives I don't know I really. think in future going forward why don't we get like an old school like kind of like ticky thing mm-hmm. that goes tick 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 annoyingly for the listeners mm-hmm. and then goes mm-hmm. and that means I can stop playing it yeah I can't see that being an absolute nightmare to edit yeah. at all um, or we could just because oh, when you say were any of your patented racist things yeah you <laughs> couldn't get me, me, um, edit it out <laughs> what's it called when you can't help but say things you accidentally like, blurt stuff out what's um, it called again Tourette's. Right, me, me racist Tourette's come, kicks in. I'm not really racist. It was it's a joke. Right. It was it's a, a jo- fucking joke. It's a joke because <laughs> Tom is one of the nicest people you're ever going to meet. And notoriously... And he said that with a gun pointed at me head. <laughs> notoriously racist aren't nice people. 
So yeah. I wonder if that that eh, I would say I that wonder if you inherently... could get someone who was like, I don't know, the most amazing person mm. in the world, but he just has one little flaw. Aye. Or like a lovely a lovely little housewife. <laughs> Whoa. Uh, <laughs> Whoa, sorry. I love your little like typical, stereotypical kind of grandma uh, who um makes lush pies and stuff like that. And, <laughs> but she's an awful racist and you just have to kinda of, well, that's just that's just and and I can't think of a woman's name. We could make a kind of sitcom with that. Actually, um let's just clamp down because we're talking mm. nonsense again. Mm. Let's just boot up Smash TV on the Amiga. Let's see if it works. Here. Yep. <laughs> So, here we are. Smash TV. Yep. So, one of the worst things about it, obviously, is the dual stick idea has not been translated properly. There's an option on the Amiga version of using two joysticks. Yeah. But I don't have four joysticks. And I don't have four ports as well. No. Not, not many people do. No. That was a sexual joke. No, I wonder if it has the... I'll buy that. No, they don't have the I'll buy... Oh! I stood <laughs> I on a mine, a, I, I thought that was a pickup. Mine the mine. Is that Yoda? Mine the mine. Is that Yoda on the bottom? Yoda. It's Can Santa you sprint? Nah. Uh, am I blue? Yeah. You're blue, yeah. Um. That guy you're oh, seeing is that Yoda. Uh-huh. Is Mr. Shrapnel. He okay. walks around with a bomb yeah. on his back. That's his game, is it? Yeah. So, Ross, just... I, mean, I just found out something. You can keep your finger on the button. Oh, I've got grenades. Um, so, it's a classic, for those of you who've never seen this game before, it's a classic top-down uh, arena shooter where you're controlling your, your character, running around, shooting hordes and hordes of... It's original horde mode, isn't it, really? Aye. Hordes of thingies. It's kind of... I don't know if it's based on or, or if if it came before it, but it's basically the Running Man, isn't it, kind of thing where yeah. It well, tells it, us about the storyline, Ross. Well, the guy who made it made Robotron 2097. Oh, that amazing looking game. So Robotron was the one of the first dual stick games, I believe. Mm-hmm. I'm forgetting the guy's name, but then um, later for Midway, they made um, Smash TV, which you're right. What you're saying, it's similar to the Running Man idea. It's a game show where you like pick up prizes and stuff I mean after the f- end of the first level there's a screen where you tot up who's got the most prizes so it's a, one of those classic games where it's cooperative but also there's an element of um, like you're playing against each other right, so one of, you is, one of you can win basically aye can you kill uh, Mr. Shrapnel guys? Yeah, you can, but he seems to take an insane amount of like damage on this version. Is there someone up there shooting? Where's the game with the flamethrower? That's a bit fucking unfair, isn't it? The Mr. Shrapnels take far too much damage on this version. It's ridiculous. Yeah. The collision detection's shocking on it as well, it isn't is, it? Isn't it? I just seem to be running past people. So obviously the control method, I, I, I got sidetracked when I was explaining. You could play with two joysticks on this. Uh-huh. And this version is just so rubbish, which just you fire the way you're facing, basically. Uh, right, so you can you can uh, run backwards and fire, basically, with the dual, dual yeah. joysticks, yeah. It's one of the first dual, shoot, uh, dual stick shooters, basically. Uh-huh. 
that's what I loved about the game so much. That's why I picked the arcade. Mm-hmm. It's my favourite arcade. There was something about the two sticks. It felt very... Um, like it took it out, you're playing the game. Yeah. God, that guy was standing over the top of us, swinging his bat, and he wasn't fucking hitting us. So, Tom, you died and you ran out of credits. Oh, so I'm out of the game. I'm afraid so. Oh, I only wow. seem to get okay. one credit, which is stupid, between two people. That seems pretty fucking harsh, that, like. Yeah, meet Mr. Shrapnel. But we've already have met him quite a few times. He probably looks like Yoda, I think, like, when he walks towards the screen. It's lovely that constant noise, isn't it? I'm sorry, listeners. I mean, they got rid of loads in this version, haven't they? So, I, I, was the proper music and stuff in the in the original version? Aye, there was uh, music at the start, I, I remember that. Uh-huh. I mean, I had the SNES version, which the SNES version's great because the joystick, with its buttons layout, it kind of doubles as a dual stick shooter, you know what I yeah. mean? Yeah. I've actually got it for the PlayStation um, 2 and Have I've got it, yeah, I've got it on a pack, the, the game. Well, we've played it before, I'm sure. I don't know, I don't think we've, hope I have never played it for the podcast. I don't think we have. No, we've, I don't think we have. We've had a go of it together on your computer, uh, your, I'm sure on your PlayStation actually downstairs, maybe. We certainly haven't played this t- crappy version. Yeah, indeed. I want to see if I can get get it to the... Oh, I found a bonus screen. Whoa! Wow, so they do have that in here. Yeah. That comes on the second screen, you see. And right. they seem to have admitted it. Good luck! You'll need it! A brand new toaster you've just won. Oh, now these guys in red, are they harder than the guys in green, are they? Um, yeah, they move faster. Sadly, I've got a speed up, which is making the game quite hard it's to play glitching the fuck isn't it like they they are I mean there's a lot of a lot of bodies on screen at once which I suppose is quite impressive for the yeah, Amiga yeah I played the uh, Commodore 64 version mm-hmm. and my god three or four enemies on screen I don't even know how it would work this says there's one credit left so why can't I play please I think each of us gets one credit right you use yours up now, can I'll you continue imagine... until I get to the boss so we can see him hopefully can you imagine this was real Fuck. As in, uh, all of those sprites were actually like this is a real situation. Yeah, it would be absolute fucking carnage. Like he wouldn't be able to move within the first two minutes no. of the game because of body parts and stuff. Uh, you know what I mean, because the people are just exploding. They're just outright exploding. And Mr. Oh. Shrapnel, he's exploding, and, and uh, that, that's his thing, isn't it? He explodes. Yeah. And he actually dies, so he's like a suicide bomber. So, so how do they? So I'd imagine there's something in it for these guys who are running at you with the baseball bats. So they get, oh, yeah, they no. get paid if you win, but he doesn't get paid. Does he just like? Oh, shit. Does he just sign up and just go? Oh yeah, I'm happy to die. Well, oh, you just run through them with the invisibility. Invisibility. Don't know that thing of it. Um, the problem is this level is fucking nails. I've nearly lost all my lives. Uh, Runner Man's a good film though, isn't it? It's not, you know. <laughs> it's not. A light bulb. It's the like mystery. it's one of those films that you like when you're like 12 or something and then mm. when you go back to try and watch it it's shit because of the gratuity just because it's badly directed in that mm. actually Who is it? isn't it directed by you know Starsky and Hutch you well, know the, the, w- the one with Adam's, Adam Sandler the remake and no no the original or the one. original thing right okay yeah I'm sure it's it's the curly haired one I'm sure he David Soul yeah no he was the singer one okay the other one, I think he directed it. I mean, that sounds like something I've Johnny, Johnny made Johnny Place. Yeah. just did a fish, a fish pun, almost. 
I didn't do any puns there. Nah, you were too busy excitedly playing the game. Let's have another quick go. Produced by Neil Young. Do you want to <laughs> have a go? Let's have another quick go. Yeah, right. fuck it. Might as well. I'm quite attracted to those sprites at the top. Are they two babes? Mm, babes. Because there's two women in bikinis, guys, uh, as you would you would expect to see in a 90s, 80s. Do you know what year this originally came out? Oh, it's 90s. It feels yeah. like a 90s game. I mean, obviously, it's difficult to say without playing them side by side. But it, you would say it's not a very good version. Nah, no, it's I. I had it for the Mega back in the day, and I would play it by myself with two joysticks. Yeah. Because I wanted to love the game so much. Then when I played the SNES version, which I believe I played it over Terry's house. Yeah. Um, I think his brother had it. I just, just the SNES version just blew out of the water. I mean, but interestingly enough. I want to know if the SNES version had the go in it because mm. you know there was a problem with that sort of yeah, yeah. I'm finding it very difficult to control and shoot like yeah it's well, hey, which is like the main yeah it's, the main good thing about the game the fucked up it's really not fun to do because I can't I don't I find it very very difficult to shoot diagonally I <clears throat> I don't you basically you got to go into people mm-hmm. like you yeah, got to yeah. turn around yeah. slightly to hit them absolutely You've and it works on the them. green guys but when them red ones who are faster comes along yeah. you're fucked you've kind of like got to get ahead of them yeah and turn around and shoot but you, you can only do that when you've got your skates and you've got the uh, speed boost oh I'm dead although it lasted quite a while before I died there so you know there's that yes this there was one um, version of this in the arcades at Whitley Bay oh yes nice to always play is that in Spanish City? Aye. Not that um, area. I've just been to the new Spanish City. Oh, what's your feedback then? Uh, very impressed, yeah. I mean, it's all basically just restaurants and there's a wedding venue upstairs, but I just I think it's nice that they've finally done something with it instead of it just essentially sitting there pretty much derelict for what feels like decades. Mm-hmm. Really, so fair play to them. I, I think uh, what they've done to the front of Whitley Bay is quite good. Yeah, definitely. It's nice. It's Don't nice. go up. Don't go up go down why not up it's given me a choice well I went up and then I found myself at that bonus level which was fucking nails oh so it'll just be the same every time will it aye there's a map that comes up after you've done the first level there was wasn't it I, I neglected to pay attention to that as I often do in video games that's my my biggest that's why I'm here my biggest game and game and uh, full power is to, to just not pay attention do you just pick up some melons it's that green weapon. It's like you pick up oh. power-ups, which are different weapons. Mr. Shrapnel fucked me real hard there. And no one likes the green gun. Well, yeah, we're going to get some uh, fish and chips. There's a fish and chip shop opened up. It's Spanish Spanish City, which has um, actually got a... It's, it's a, got a shop in Whitby, and it's apparently really popular. Aye. Uh-huh. I want to say Threshers, but I don't know. It's not Threshers. It's, oh, fuck, I couldn't remember what it was called the other day either. It's um, it's a it's a nautical like a fishing term. Uh huh. Um. Oh shit. Oh. What are you doing? I read up there. Oh, I've got me little skates. Um. What is it? Not threshers, because that that's a sh- it's off license, isn't it? Hi. Um. Can't remember. Nah, I can't think I'm too busy in the game. <laughs> However, there was a, a fly crawling around on the fresh fish. 
Was it? But it wasn't. The place wasn't open. You see, it wasn't serving any customers. Uh. So there's also a waffle shop. I know years ago, Ross, I, I, I said to someone, I don't know who was, if I, who was listening, uh, I think I, I want to open a waffle shop on Northumberland High Street. Mm-hmm. And I, it would be one of those shops that people would be like, oh, you fucking tried the new waffle shop, and I like waffles, me. And then people get bored of them, like the milkshake milkshake uh-huh. shops that were everywhere. Uh-huh. And people realise they don't actually want to drink a milkshake every day. Yeah. So they just stop going to the shop, and uh-huh. the shop goes under. Uh-huh. I, I was fully prepared for that, and I was like, waffles, waffles and pancakes... I love that when the eyeball goes fine at the screen when you explode. Um, waffles and pancakes, that would be the thing. Mm-hmm. And then you would have to think of something else a couple of years down the line when everyone gets bored. But there, but yeah, there's a there's a waffle a waffle shop opened up at, at Spanish City. Aye. So you're gonna put it check it out. So I'm gonna sue them for stealing my idea. Right. <laughs> no. Oh mate, I'm shit at this game. I'm dead. Oh well, I did a bit better. Well, I'm gonna just. I've had enough of it. I can't be asked to get to that boss. In fact, I don't know how I did back in the day. Just through just determination and uh, self-belief. Yeah. Or self-relief. Oh, tank! <laughs> oh, shit, I son. just got ran You're over f- by a fucking tank. Fucked. Why is there a tank? This isn't very fair, really, is it? I mean, is this entertainment? Is this entertainment? If this was an actual, real reality... Like, ah, tune in. Who was it entertaining for, though? Because... The chances of anyone getting past the first map in reality is like very, very slim. So well, what's interesting about it, I guess, is like you know, Battle Royale flavor of the month. We keep mentioning it every episode, right? But like a very famous idea. You're lucky that the detection was, shit. Yeah, a very famous idea that was ripped off was Battle Royale the film. Oh yes. And Hunger Games ripped that off, and that's a show, isn't it? In the Hung- I've never watched Hunger Games or Red Dead. I just put it in the not- same caliber as Twilight and fucking Harry Potter. Yeah, I died, and I'm not going to use the next credit. Oh, wow. So that's enough for Smash TV. What do you think of it? The version. This, uh, uh, well, I mean, I've pl- have played a version with you, which was obviously better. Mm-hmm. Um, I didn't enjoy it really because it was too hard to control. Yeah, it was. It wasn't. It wasn't very fun because of that reason. So please don't make me play it ever again. Okay. <laughs> what did you think? I mean. Well, yeah, I covered it basically back yeah. in the day. I was disappointed mm-hmm. that my platform of choice had that on it. Mm-hmm. That was its version, you know. I mean... Did you write a strongly worded letter? To be I mean, clear? look, as we're talking, the picture, the iconic picture, just briefly comes up of, like, the two dudes, one's black, one's white, on a pile of money, and the Smash TV thing comes down. But they're quickly getting over that because the drawing is so bad. Yeah, they quickly move on, don't you know, they? You're like, fucking hell. Well, we made it. We should show it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but don't show it for long because people will realise how balls it is. It's back in the day where if you wanted to see that, you had to load it up and show someone it. So you go, oh, look at how shit this looks. And they just thought, well, no one can actually capture that image. <laughs> and no one ever will be able to capture that image. So it doesn't matter if we just show it really quickly. Little did they know, though, in the future, there'd be screenshot and all sorts of crazy shit going on. Next game, then. Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, yeah, 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 yeah. Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, yeah! Ross. I'm not getting involved. 
That's basically your singing is all as that. Repeat the title. Oh, it started. Oh, I'm gonna play this teenage mutant ninja turtles Keep game. Down. Oh, it's all right. Did you? That was good. That though was. Did you let me vocal there? Yeah, that was pretty good. Oh, wait till we get back. We'll get run back. back no, in no, no. <laughs> oh, sorry. Uh, who am I? You pick. What's going on? Oh, yeah. oh, classic, classic shot. That. Oh, that looks terrible. That. Oh jumping God, off, doesn't it? Jumping off the skyscraper. If they go so fast, you won't be able to see them. <laughs> so, if anyone's played the original coin op, it starts exactly the same way. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah, exactly interpretation, the same, but badly. So, we picked a player, I think. Mm. I don't remember. I don't know. Fire! We gotta get April out. Calabunga did. I'll, I'll just do loads of impressions of turtles. Oh, oh, there we are. So, what are the buttons? Any idea? Just, just one button on the Amiga. Remember? Oh God! So yeah, so you've got to move and then press the button. So, yeah. It starts exactly the same way. There's a fire in the skyscraper, and they go, "Oh my God, guys, we gotta go get them. Let's have some pizza for security." So they have some pizza, and then the uh, <laughs> Splinter goes, "You have to jump to the building." Is that what Splinter sounds like? Um, I'm not getting involved. In okay, and uh, and then they jump through uh, across the building, and now they're just fighting along a fiery corridor. Oh, I remember that bit. Yeah, what, what was Oh, the, So the bit that probably everyone remembers is you just fight normal foot soldiers and then mm-hmm. you go past this, like, some stairs and this giant ball comes down there. Which seems to be getting you every single time. What I, I would do if I was you. Because what the problem is, is <laughs> I want to go where you are on yeah. the other side mm-hmm. to make the screen move along, but I couldn't go past there because there was too many enemies there. So... Was that my? Should I have moved back? In some way, it was your fault. Right. Okay. That's, that's, that's what I was. That's that's your take away from that. Who put grass in this hallway? I know. <laughs> <laughs> or is it a sheer drop? Fuck. Ah, uh, yeah. It's. Is that a color? You know that spray look. There was a mm-hmm. spray can on deluxe paint. You know that. <gasps> yes. Program I was talking about where you could use that and it would look like that. Uh, so do you think all these games were just drawn on deluxe paint? That's what. Do you think that there's a lag with the sound as yes, well? Yes, there is. There totally is. I wonder if that's the original programming or if that's... Um, there's quite a rhythm there. Boom, 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 boom. Is that someone in fire in I that doorway? I think it's a fire going, Hey, God, <laughs> come, come on in, in here. <laughs> hey, no, I promise I won't burn. Come on in. Look, I got a, got a nice grill going. Can you move hey. and just... Uh, <laughs> what sauce do you want in your burger? Can you carry on your observational comedy whilst playing <laughs> and moving along? Ooh, these are... Oh, I was just going to say, imagine the, the lift doors opened out and someone came out on fire, but um, instead of tangerine, sort of, he looks, he reminds us of a, there used to be like a, an apricot flavoured yoghurt, uh-huh. so I used to like when I was younger, fire point, but um, I mean that fire point's not doing it. oh, its job. Oh, different enemies things. coming up, the, Ooh. I hated these robots, I really did. Robots. I like the animation though, when um, he used, oh, he used to blow them up and the head would go boing. It's funny that we're playing this game, actually, that we're playing the arcades, because I'm mm-hmm. going to Scarborough again at the end of the month, which oh, I'm very yeah. excited for, which is a theme, an annual theme. Oh, there's April just lounging against the desk. Oh, hey, guys, you came to get me? I'm fine. I remember this bit, because doesn't Shredder turn up and yeah. his fucking nails? The perspective of everything, or the, like, look at the size of that computer, and oh, the screen on the computer is really weird ratio. 
everything's off. Like that yeah. desk is massive compared to her. It's fucking huge. She could fit him on in them drawers. One Look thing- at the size of the sofa, which also looks like a fucking hot dog bun. Uh, one thing I'm surprised of with this game is it's on one disc. Oh yes, yeah, I. I think this is worse than uh, Smash TV. It's awful. Uh, it? Compared, like compared to the, oh, is it pizza? Compared to the um, the original. Is that a bong on the table then? It is like I a b- bong, bong. Hey guys, uh, can I join the party? Uh. That's uh, Raphael. Well, we got given the turtles. We didn't seem to be able to pick them, and I went with Donatello and your Michelangelo. Uh huh. Have you noticed the the knee? Oh, That's drill! Not bad, I guess. Uh, oh, 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 should what? I do my Krang impression? Oh, wasn't it? <laughs> was it Shredder Waffle? It was no, it's, um, Bebop. The, the the echo on what's with that echo? I know. It's like the end of Street when someone gets beaten on Street Fighter Two, and they have the. <laughs> You see that Ooh. radiator over there? Mm-hmm. Don't stand next to the radiator. You can actually get like glitched on it. Really? Uh-huh, I got stuck it. on it. Oh shit! Yeah, didn't <laughs> I, you didn't believe us, and it, it worked. No, no I, I, I totally believed you. It was such a mad thing that I didn't think you would make it up. So you don't have an abundance of lives. Nah, the, the credits are gone. Go, 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 you see, in the go, middle, go. I was got teenage oh, shit, mutant hero turtles, and the credits has got a zero next to it. Ah, right. What I was going to say before was, um... Why? He's not bothered about you, is he? He's fucking no. coming. And... What I was going to say before was the... Oh, that's it for me. Um, is that how? You've got... I don't know. You've seen your, your elbow and knee pads are, are blue. Aye. Mine are blue as well. So I keep think, not knowing who's who. The only thing that's different between all four turtles is the headband. Not and a that, weapon. That's... Well, yeah, but I'm looking at the colours because that's how I operate. But I've got a big stick in my hand and you have, like, nunchucks, so well, that's how you can tell. Bro, no, but sometimes it. when you swing oh, it... That, oh, there's Shredder. Look at that side boob. What's he got on his on her face? You like that side boob? Come on, after that Shredder creep. Do you fight Shredder in the, in the arcade on. now? I'm starting to doubt myself. No, I think... Well, he's just jumped out the window with her. He appeared and picked her up and jumped out the window, so that maybe is what you're referring to. I could never beat that boss. So that one just then? Yeah. Like I mean, the can I not play now? Can't you pick up them? I'm sure you can pick up them. Those meters, those uh, parking meters in the in the console in the arcade version. Right. I can't on this version. If you can't, then it's bullshit. So I was saying I'm going to uh, Scarborough at the end of the month. So it's good that we're playing these arcade games because that's where I first played them. Yeah. So that's Lap around. That, that's good. We've got like. Sadly, there's no... Oh, they yeah. have, I knocked the park and yeah. meet at someone. Watch, I want to show you something. Look when there's no enemies on screen. <laughs> watch watch when there's no enemies on screen. Mm-hmm. Look how fast I can go. Oh, yeah. The, literally, the game... I wonder if the... Oh. <laughs> you can hit a... Um, Fire hydrant. And fall down the... Shit, the Sewer. Uh, what's he say when you go down? Dude, who, uh, dude, who put up the light? I don't think oh, that's something Donatello out? would say. I think that's something Michelangelo would say. Yet I am Donatello, and that's what he's saying. Whoa! You see how fast he went there? Incidentally, not incidentally at all, but also, there was there's a TV, a massive TV mm-hmm. in the window, which is like a four, four, four <laughs> by three TV. It's not even sixteen by nine, because obviously it's. I think he's. Um, it's just had had April on there going help me and then Shredder appeared saying something mm-hmm. why would how could that have happened like, uh, yeah. hi here's the cameraman who took the time to set that up just in case he walked past that shop 
What's Ooh. that a sarcophagus or is it a bomb? I and then just carrying a fucking nuclear warhead. And then the screen went off, didn't it? <laughs> like I'm, I'm still stuck on your observational comedy. Hey, I'm Ratsy. You have noticed. <laughs> Look at how big the screen is. Actually, the gameplay screen compared to the actual TV screen as well. Aye. It's... Oh, classic that is. Uh, everything's like bordered to the hilt. The fucking Teenage Mutant Hero. Uh, sorry. Hero Turtles name. Oh, it says Teenage Mutant Hero Turtles. Aye. I've just noticed. Who was that on the skateboard? I don't know. Or do you think it was, uh, what was he called? Casey Jones. Casey Jones. Casey Jones. Here he comes. Casey Jones. Is it just me or is this game got incredibly easy as well? Oh, I say that as I get. Uh, well, fucking... you're speaking to a guy who's already dead, mate. Now, what, what is with that echo? It's horrible. Everything's got echo on it. Echo, 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 echo. Nine Inch Nails advert on the wall there. Retro. Retro. What's that say? Retro 49. And it's a picture of a car. Stunner. Trap cop. Look, if you leave him alone, he does something, does he? Oh, he looks at the camera. Oh, can we get going, please, guys? you got to go and save April because I want to have my end away with her. It's funny the certain little t- like things they've done to the game. <laughs> wow. I wasn't prepared that was for that. Harsh. As I was about to say something about but, the game. But look, that's that's a flat wall with a poster on it, right? Yeah. And the, the foot soldiers just jumped out of the poster. Look at another one's uh, come up. Nah, this is fucking shit. This like <laughs> game over. I still had a jube jube of life. But the game over is written in like sort of. Um, it's like a kid would write it and colour it in. Yeah. Wackily. But oh, it looks like uh, sort of Rastafarian colours as well, isn't it? And I don't know what that piece of music is because that's not canon, is it? No. So there's a. It's it's just starting up again, and there's the screen where you pick your turtles. Mm-hmm. What do you think of them drones? Because Leonardo on the very end looks deformed, doesn't well, he? Well, as I was saying earlier about the pencil case, it, it's... Uh, yeah. It looks like that, where they haven't actually got the, the official artists involved uh, and they weren't actually allowed to use the right colours uh, for the for the turtles. Like, have the... You see, though, his, his elbow pads there are the right colour, matching his, his uh, eyepiece thing. So how did they manage to fuck that up? Uh-huh. That's what I'm blaming my early exit, my early departure on. Do you want another go? Oh, let's have a quick go. I'm gonna be Raphael if that's okay. Yeah. Did you, I know. You, didn't, you don't get to choose. I don't know. Like it's so. Oh, this is weird. It's, it's funny. Weird. We played games for what twenty years, thirty years perhaps. Yes. And you know, you think that you would be able to know when to click in to thought, pick your character. Uh, but yeah, on this game, it manages to make that difficult. I thought you were going to go really dramatic there and say, we've been playing games for 30-something years, and you think you've seen everything. And then the character selection screen. Oh, I think you choose. It's happened again. No, so, no, I'm, I'm, I'm Leonardo. Look, I'm Michael. I'm Raphael, but did you choose them? Did you choose as you spawned in? I don't know, mate. Ah, oh, fucking hell. Like you see, it's gone back now. Raphael is exactly the same. Is exactly the same sprite as the one that you were with with Donatello. Mm-hmm. Exactly the same color of his eye thing, except he's got different weapons. Actually, slash with your weapon. Oh! Oh, you got hit by the giant ball. What a surprise! You look at how slow it's going because the giant ball's bouncing down the stairs. What is the crack with the giant ball? Like, well. Why is what, it here? Are you going to keep your giant ball downstairs? Like, how I mate? You always keep your giant ball upstairs. Imagine the health and safety meeting at this bloody hotel. Mm-hmm. 
Now, for the love of God, be careful in the event of a fire. <laughs> why? Well, I don't know why it happened, <laughs> but this giant ball just stops like coming down the stairs every fucking three minutes. Well, it's just a design quirk of the building, you know. It was a different. <laughs> it was a different time in, in the twenties when we used when we actually when we built the building. It, it it was actually the idea was that the ball would uh, bash the fire in the face and, and extinguish it. Turns out that's not how physics work. Yeah. I'm fascinated by that open door and that fire in there. I know. Raphael's just bitch slapping people with these, uh, what are they called? Um, size, I don't know. No. Oh, oh, that might be, actually be right. Oh, I, made, I, I love your go-to is just, just <laughs> to dismiss what I've said, just but then you go back to it and like, hmm. <laughs> just for a little bit of fun, Ross, a little bit of fun. Right. Can you name another character? In the gaming world, oh, who uses the same weapons that Raphael's got there? It's that chick from Mortal Kombat, but I don't know her name. Is it not Melinda or something? Melinda or something like that. Something like that. She, she's got you take her mask off and she's got like a horrible face. Yeah. Well, not use. She's any... that palette swap idea that yes. Mortal Kombat likes so much. Like smoke and lizard, uh-huh. reptile even, and scorpion and blue Sub Zero. <laughs> and then it's... they made them stupid robots later on, didn't they? That looked terrible as well. Yes, uh, that small. It wasn't Cylon or Cyber or something. It was with three of them, wasn't it? Mm. A yellow one, a red one. Well, that's what I mean. Just the easy way of like just hiring one stuntman, a bloody yeah. put a put a helmet on, and we'll not know who you are. We'll just we'll change the color. I don't even know how any of that works, you know. I'm I'm assuming that's how they the like took pictures of them, but I don't know. I, I would have thought so, like. Have you seen the new, the latest Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles movies? No, God, no, no. Have you? Uh, no, uh, Kelly's. I think Kelly's watched them because it's got uh, Stephen Amell in the second one. Is Casey Jones? Oh, is he playing Casey Jones? Uh, and she loves him. I just didn't like the look of. Well, the turtles look weird, didn't they? There's actually a subreddit called um, Fixing Movies, uh-huh. and one of the, the like the subreddit pictures, the main pictures for it is. The turtles in the latest film, and they'd, they'd fix their face instead of having nostrils that give them the old school style oh, nose. Yeah. And it actually looked really good. But I mean, you couldn't do that for the entire film. Gonna get drilled, baby. Oh, are we in. How's that drill working? Like, obviously upstairs, because you can look out the window uh-huh. and see that. But yet, one of those, like, drill things comes in, and out comes Bebop. Mm. Or is it Rocksteady? What is he? Uh, well, he's the rhino, so listen, please write in and tell us. Oh my god, it's so rubbish, isn't it? I know. You know what could finish this if you ever wanted to, because it's been cracked. All right. And you can have infinite stuff on. Oh, I just wish it had done that. I mean, that sounds like absolute hell. Yeah. It looks like room. hell. <laughs> well, it's funny because um, you know when in the future when you're gonna have like sort of sensory additionals to your TV and stuff like you'll. You've got surround sound is the most the closest you get to actually being in the movie and stuff these yeah. days. And obviously you got VR. The next step's going to be something that you stick on your nose. That, 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 that they'll find a way for a couple of chemicals to mix together to create any smell. Right. And that'll be that'll be the next sort of way of getting involved. I hope they don't. By the way. Well, I think it'll come. But we've it looks like we've actually found a way to simulate that fire, like the the fire at the front, because uh-huh. it feels like I'm in that room right now. Yeah. How hot it is. It's fucking boiling. I'm dead again. What a surprise. There's no credits. Oh, he's a favor. I don't use your continue. Oh, well, I haven't got any. He's just shooting his boots. By the way, he has a gun. That's yeah. fair, doesn't isn't it? Doesn't seem fair at all. Yeah. 
Oh well, there you go. I Game feel over. ill prepared to fight that guy. I, I blame Splinter for all that. Yeah. Instead of like training us up with different weapons, he should have just given us a machine gun. I would yeah. have stood a better fucking chance. You'd think he was so wise, he would know that. Like, unless you have modern weaponry, you don't stand a chance. There's only you... there's only so far a kind of because on on like ninjas and stuff supposed to be pacifists to a certain extent where they don't actually want to fight. I think the truth about ninjas were they were meant to be. Um... They're meant to infiltrate stuff. So mm-hmm. they're like kind of like spies. And I think you're right in what you're saying. I don't think they were supposed to have like badass combat skills. I think yeah. that's a myth. They're supposed to just like kill silently almost. You know, something else I'm just thinking as I'm watching yeah, this. Yeah. You know how they've all got different weapons? Mm-hmm. So obviously they've done that just to make them like, you know, more class. <laughs> but do you think... Uh, more class. Do you think Splinter like... Do you think Splinter's better at training one weapon over the others? Or do you think, you know, does he have a favourite? Mm. I mean, it's a, it's a good question. Is that part of the the lore or the canon, why they've got each weapon? Like, is there a, a bit in the original cartoon or the original comic where he, he assigns them and he says, uh, Donatello, this stick is the strongest weapon and you have the strongest personality and the stick can be used to, to build... To build, and you will build the team and hold the team together wow. as a stickwood. This is this is good shit. I don't yeah. think it's as good as that, to be honest. Leonardo, Leonardo, I give you the swords because you have cutting wit. Uh, <laughs> Raphael, here are my pointy things. Yeah, I, I use them, them in around. the kitchen. To me. <laughs> <laughs> I use them when I barbecue. <laughs> and Michelangelo, put the nunchucker down. Oh, but I gotta use them, man. <laughs> You're the reason why it's been changed to, to hero from Ninja. Yeah. Sorry, Michelangelo. <laughs> but he does like the party. He does, yeah. Great. What did you think of that conversion then, Ross? I mean, we covered it really. It was a bit Worst one. Pants. Yeah. Shockingly bad. I'm glad I revisited it though. Hopefully one day the meme will work. Or hopefully one day you'll be able to buy your um buy an arcade version of it and we'll get it set up in your dungeon yeah well listeners send us in any boards you have yeah and any money as well <laughs> that would be nice and so if you could send us some time that would be great some sort of Bernard's Watch type scenario where we could just stop time and actually create a, 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 like the time to play games yeah mm-hmm. and we might actually you know create a better podcast if we have that time that's god there's only so much time Right, well, anyway, I'm going to turn off the mirror because it's over here. <laughs> Bye, back to the show. What do you think of that then? Nice. Yeah. Was wasn't it? Well, the games are shit, but. Well, yeah. yeah. <laughs> but that doesn't. <laughs> that doesn't matter. We still had fun, matter. didn't we? But it was it was 
followed on with the theme of disappointment, one, didn't it? So yeah, yeah. That was essential. We need to come up with the next theme needs to be overwhelming joy. So we can play some games that brought overwhelming joy. But would that be entertaining though? Just hearing me and you. God, you brought my fucking glass. I fucking love this game. Do you know why? Mm. <laughs> and then just telling them why. Well, yeah. It's going to be, be Leisure Suit Larry. Oh. <laughs> what was the one I said last episode that we, we should play at some point? Oh, King's Bounty. We'll Aye. do a King's Bounty special. We'll just play King's Bounty for four hours. Well, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Will it last for four hours? Oh, I. I can. Oh, I can make it last forever for as long as I want. Why? This is not like a. Yeah, I can make it last like six hours. Let's <laughs> <laughs> get some fucking organs, like. And some. Get a dragon at the end. Whoa. No, that was it. End of the first. If the first official Gonox player. I like that. I'm going to enjoy. The producer's going to enjoy typing instead of typing head to head. Mm. He's going to enjoy typing Gonox player. It oh. feels like we've turned a corner. It's oh, the new, the newest segment. The new snoo. The new okay, snoo. see you later then. Bye. <laughs> Finally, Ross, let's 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 finish things up with the community challenge. Uh, we... I'll just drop me bag then, shall I? What do you mean? Well, I was off. I was oh, you you going? <laughs> You're off. Had you left the the building? I had. Yeah. You got to take a, a swim in the pool. Yeah. What have we played? Fuck, I, I, I zoned out then um, <laughs> that god awful game I think the producer made us play mm-hmm. where you're meant to be an athlete mm-hmm. what's it called? Quop QWOP the athlete's actually called Quop believe it or not he's uh, yeah I no. hated it yeah yeah I wasn't that big a fan either uh, it was originally created in 2008 by Bennett Foddy formerly the bass player of Cut Copy I thought you Formerly the bass player of Man of War. <laughs> well, that was uh, the Ross Bennett the Boss, the boss Foddy. Uh, this game's incredibly difficult, notoriously difficult. You've got to type, you've got to use QWOP uh, keys on the keyboard to move his legs. One of them, two of them are his thighs, two of them are his calves. Yeah. It's as hard as it sounds. It's, it's, it's absolutely ridiculous. Well, it makes no sense, I feel. But no. then I think that'll be reflected on how poorly I've done. Because mm-hmm. I think. That I might be hugging the bottom of the table. I think I might get relegated on this one, like. Let's find out, guys. Uh, a lot of people were actually achieving minus figures at the start because you can fall backwards and get a minus a minus figure. Aye. Uh, by the way, before we do give the scores, mm. the last uh, community challenge was won by Simon. So yeah. he said that following his victory and subsequent defeat of T1000, <laughs> yeah. he wants to be known as Sarah Connor from now on. <laughs> All right. <laughs> so there you go. So. Let's go on to the scores. Everyone, I encourage you to have a go with this, even if it's at your work computer, which is not what I did. <clears throat> Ethel the Frog couldn't play, unfortunately, because he didn't have access to it. He tried it on his phone, didn't work. Tried it on his uh, tablet, didn't work. Tried it. He doesn't have a PC to play it on. Yeah, it didn't work on my uh, phone, mm-hmm. which I was annoyed by. Which is probably the excuse a lot of people should have gave. And I fuck flaps. I wish I had that. <laughs> fuck flaps. Sai, who is now living a life uh, abroad, in Amsterdam. Hi, Sai. Uh, yeah, hello, Sai. We'll come and visit you soon. Oh, yeah, we'll definitely. An Amsterdam aye. episode. Yeah, aye. Actually, that's pretty good. Yeah. Imagine me lugging that through customs, that fucking machine. And you'd be like, I'm the Gonox Lair podcast. I'd be like, of course, I'm sorry. Oh, no, sorry, s- sorry, sir. I didn't connect the voice with your <laughs> handsome visage. So he said, I had to go for about five minutes the other day, laughed for the first three, wanted to kill the world by the end of f- the five minutes. Basically, just fell over or did backwards cartwheels. 
Even reversing the order I pressed the buttons resulted in a backwards cartwheel. A forward one would have been a lot further forward than I had managed. I could totally move one thigh and one calf a little bit without falling over. Tex is right, that's uh, Terry. He is a stupid cunt. The athlete, not Terry. Mm-hmm. He didn't submit a score. <laughs> that's he what he submitted. Well, yeah, I'm having a lot of excuses <laughs> now. Uh, Chris of Button Love, he said, fuck off, nearly been sacked for punching my monitor. So he, wow. didn't, he didn't do very well. Then wow. Got... <laughs> this has probably been the worst choice ever, <laughs> hasn't it? Then we've got one other score. That's it. One other score. No, no, not really. We've got last place. There's one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine scores. I'll be very surprised if it isn't me. Last place, Ross, with 1.4 metres. Woohoo! 1.4 metres. I would say a valiant effort, but I wouldn't mean it. Then we've got in second last place, Retro Mike with 4.2 metres. Whoa. Chris Dubbs got 7.2 metres. T1000, uh oh, 11.3 metres. Sarah Connor, as we've just discussed, 22.4 metres. And then in fourth place, we've got Terry with 23.7 metres. Terry said, The game is shite anyway. (laughs) The game's shite anyway in the physics on the athlete are so poor. He is clearly standing up, yet why does he fall forward on his nose? Stupid cunt. That's the second uh, C bomb in as many minutes. Maybe it was set on the moon or, so, or a different planet, perhaps. Yeah, possibly. Not the moon, a I, different planet. I suggest checking out some of the YouTube videos of the best runs because they're fucking hilarious. Maybe it was set on one of the planets you go to on No Man's Sky. Do they have different gravity, gra- um, gravitational pulls? Ooh, I haven't experienced different gravitational pulls yet, but we'll find out, I'm okay. sure. So we've got in the top three, we've got in third place, Kelly with 40. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. With 40.5 meters. I'm more surprised that someone would play it for this amount of time than like. And we've got me, hiya, Tom, uh, hiya. 59.6 meters in second place. Fuck off. And we've got Michael, yay! Whoa. Michael submitted a score. He got 112.9 meters. Now, he got he went further, but the guy actually went off screen uh, and it got like 121 meters and then it started freaking out and it, it started going down and then up and down and up. He actually, at the end of the 100 metres, there's a long jump that you're supposed to jump, but he just sort of trickled over it, and I think he crashed the game. Uh-huh. Now, the top three people, they actually sort of, I don't know how, in the in the quap circles, the official circles, I don't know how legitimate this, this technique is, but mm. if you sort of tap all four buttons and get him down onto his knees almost, and then just keep tapping them really quickly, he shuffles along. He doesn't actually run, he just shuffles along. Right. And all three of us used that method, and that's how far we got. Oh, so technically... Sick. Michael did win because he because he basically persevered the longest. Uh, I got to fifty nine point six and I deliberately like killed myself because I just couldn't be bothered to go any further. You get to fifty meters and you're supposed to jump a hurdle, but instead I knocked the hurdle over and just pushed it an extra ten meters. So did that reflecting like did that make the game any harder in any way? Uh, not really, no, because it just it was almost as though the, the hurdle wasn't there. So yeah, technically the top three used a method that would be questionable. Right, we'll but, disqualify them. Okay. Yeah. Disqualify so many until it was the shortest length of time. Yeah, me. That yeah. one. <laughs> Woohoo! It'll go to the board. But we're open to, open to suggestions for the next challenge. We haven't decided on one, so might have to go to back to a mobile game, though, because it's more inclusive. But we'll see. I the, think the flicky one, the, the football one, would seem to be a success. Yeah, it was, huh? Maybe something like that. I think next time, I think we should rustle up a prize. <gasps> I've just said that in the heat fucking oh my god 
We'll rustle up a prize of some description. It's so hot you can probably see like a fucking mirage in the distance. I can, yeah. It's called the end of the podcast. Is that (laughs) happening? Almost. (laughs) Ross, we've made it. We're here. Mm -hmm. We've crawled through the desert. The desert that is episode 38. I can't wait for the winter, me and I. This podcast is so much easier in the winter, isn't it? I know, when you're like looking outside and it's snowing. I know, and you don't want to open the window and you've got the heating on. I Got a little candle going. And we're hugging, we're hugging close. Snuggling close. Mm. Do you want to be the big spoon this year or this little spoon? I like the little spoon okay, yeah. manoeuvre. <laughs> little spoon manoeuvres in the manoeuvre. dark. <laughs> <laughs> what could that be? That could be anything you want it to be. I don't know. At this point, I'm, I regret oh, saying certain God. things I've said in this podcast because I'm so fucking deprived of, like... It's the oxygen, the lack of oxygen now. I'm just dying. Actually, I'm making it longer for myself by not knowing about this. And what are you doing? Before we do go, though, Ross... <laughs> right. Oh, Obviously, obviously, Ross, it didn't come home, did it? No. It didn't come home. We thought it would. We actually genuinely thought at one point it would. That's what you get for fucking hope and things. Don't hope. Don't believe in anything, guys. Because uh, you'll, you'll Disappointment be again, which is leading on to the next episode. Yes. You get nice stuck up in this hype, hype fucking train and believe that our team, who was really poor anyway, yeah. could beat anyone. Oh, they could beat that team because uh, every other game they played went extra time. So uh, that doesn't matter that our players are pretty not very good. Uh, they're not as tired. Yeah. Uh, speaking of football, which we just did there extensively. Oh, um, shit, I've got that. Do about you that. want to give us an update on your sensible soccer progression? Yes. Um, okay. So, I played my second cup game. Okay. So, I got knocked out the first cup, yeah. By NUFC? By no, you are NUFC. By Newcastle. Oh, yes. Who are you again? Um... The monkey hangers, what the card again? Hartlepool. I'm Hartlepool. <laughs> Shit. So I'm in so the bottom. I'm in the bottom. I'm in the bottom division, mm-hmm. and I played Newcastle in the first game of that cup. Mm-hmm. I don't know what cup it was. The milk cup, right? So I got another cup game, and guess who I got drawn against? Newcastle. Yes. Fucking hell. And Newcastle beat us two 0 the first game, and like two 0 the second game. Right. Oh no, I haven't played them the second time. Okay. I mean, possibly I could beat them free too, but that ain't going to really happen, is it? Second leg. Yeah. I bought my first player. Oh. He's called Bernard. He was a Colombian player. Uh-huh. I just wanted to get someone who's fast. Uh-huh. He isn't bad. He's not quite the player I was hoping for, but mm-hmm. I haven't got a lot of money. He was mm-hmm. 160k. I don't know. Like, Fucking hell. That's hard. Big leagues. Yeah, big leagues. <laughs> Uh, Halliday is my best player at the minute. Mm-hmm. He's a left winger that I put up front because he's fast and he can control the ball. So I've got kind of like a makeshift strike force of Halliday. And, and you were right back or something like that. Or... Pardon? Didn't you put a right back up front? No. I... On the last episode. No, it's, if I did, uh, that was a mistake. Halliday is a, a left winger that I've just put up front. No, in the last episode, didn't you say you put a right back or a left back up front? I'm sure you did because he was fast and he could control the ball. Well, that's I've got that wrong then. It was Halliday. Ah, fucking hell, Ross. Go back in time and edit it. <laughs> Shit. No, the first time we've ever been wrong. That oh would be un- God, unbearable. I, I, can't I think I didn't it. even actually say that, but I'm just going along with it for <laughs> heat reasons. <laughs> yeah. That's what happens when you reference things that you've said in the past, isn't yeah. it? Yeah. And anyway, my top goal scorer is Law, he's called. And he, he's like partnered From with... Tekken. Yeah. He, <laughs> he's partnering Halliday uh, up front. So, so far, right, we're 11th. 
in the oh, league. All right, okay. You're not going to get promoted that. I played. Um, I played 37 games. Mm-hmm. So I think there's like about 12 left. Mm-hmm. I think I'll be safe. Okay. I'll be safe and like table, I, I can yeah. build from this. <laughs> um, I think one of the most memorable games I had was I went on this real like losing streak where I was just getting fucking destroyed. And I looked at the league and the next team I was playing turned out to be bottom. And I think it was Fulham actually. I know I mentioned them last. Mm-hmm. So I was playing Fulham and they were bottom and I was like, I've got to beat Fulham at mm-hmm. the bottom. The first three, like, the the matches are five minutes. The first minute or something goes by half time. They're winning free to uh, free nil. Mm-hmm. And I'm like... The first minute? The first half. Oh, fucking hell, sorry. They're winning mm-hmm. free nil. And I'm thinking, I'm fucking shit at this game. <laughs> I ended up beating them for free. Oh, nice. Yeah. It was a miracle, actually. I've realised a certain few techniques of scoring. Um, Putting the ball in the back of the net, isn't it? As I explained last episode, Tom, and you giggled in your immature mind about me talking about (laughs) G-spots and stuff. Listening back to that, that was fantastic. Uh, Because you kept going with it. Yeah. Coming in the box and stuff like that. Do you like 1970s comedies, do you? I do. On the buses and stuff. Carry on. Ooh, uh, (laughs) ooh, missus. (laughs) But basically, you can't score. If you shoot... (laughs) If you're... uh, you know, in real life, if you like, there's certain points where you think he's definitely going to score in these sort of points. Yes. In that game, there's bits where you think I can definitely score from this, mm-hmm. but because I played it so often now, I realise I can't score from them angles. It's got to be weird angles. Yeah. Now he's starting to giggle because he's thinking about like some sort of G spot orientated. No. Uh, I was just thinking about something that happened on the way here. Yeah, a funny thing happened on the way to the stadium by Alan Porridge. Oh. Right, end this fucking podcast. Yeah, let's do it. Uh, thanks for that update. I'm looking forward to next month's update where we'll talk more about G spots. And... Well, hopefully the first season will have finished by then. Okay. And I'll I'll have that's that's my plan. Mm-hmm. And I want to like. Work from that. I want to tinker with me um, formation a bit because I'm playing four four two at the minute. Feel like I'm not utilising all my players. Yeah, you got to get that right back that you put up front. You've got to utilise him better. Well, actually, I'll tell you one other stupid thing that happened. Stupid as in, in reality, you would never do this. Mm-hmm. Well, I sold me spare goalkeeper, so I've only got one goalkeeper. <laughs> oh, mate. No, why keep him? Your goalkeeper never Did gets get injured. injured. Oh, he doesn't actually. Nah, he okay. never gets injured. He can't get carded. Mm-hmm. So never sell him. Mm-hmm. Just get the best ever keeper you can going forward. Uh-huh. My keeper ain't very good, but <laughs> the the other one was worth like a. I essentially bought that Bernard by selling me substitute keeper. Oh, well, every cloud. That's it then. Okay, right. So we will be back in a few for the second leg of this episode. Do you like how I referred back to you, what you said before about the football second leg yeah. of the cup? Also, I want... Oh, hang on. We're not quite finished yet. Oh, no. <laughs> what I was going to say is I want avid listeners to check out how at the start of the next podcast we'll probably be a hell of a lot more refreshed. I hope so. And then watch as it goes down. Yeah, yeah, yeah. As we're, we're... I mean, my hands are crinkly. Yeah. Like, as if I've been in the fucking, like, <laughs> swimming baths. <laughs> He's pruning up, guys. This is heartless, like. But we'll be back in a few to talk about some disappointing games. So stick around. Um, but I suppose for now, goodbye. Bye. Bye.
cool, sorry. I, went, I phased out there for a second. I went to another plane. Did you how, long it how long Not was that out for? planes. <laughs> I just wanted to get this done, so we're, we're going to have to have 20 minutes. I'm so wet. I'm so wet right now. Fucking hell, I must be bleeding through in my shorts. Just burn this like this. <laughs> this leather. <laughs> I'm starting to rust the metal of this chair. I'm dying. 